I was arguing with their then, I think, COO or CMO. I, I was arguing with the C-suite, though, yeah. about this title concept that I had. And they were like, well, we don't want the perception to be that, yeah. like, we don't like these words. We don't like this perception. We don't like this. We don't like that. And I'm sitting here going, well, look, the content we've already worked together on, it's great. And obviously, it's in a positive light because a, it was sponsored, and B, it was super cool, everything we saw. Like, yeah. everything is good. Yeah. Yeah. Just chill. This is the packaging. This is how we get people to actually watch it. And they're like, don't worry, we got you. We're going to tweet the video on our Twitter. Holy cow. And I was like, oh, <laughs> wow. You know what? <laughs> taken, that's taken care of now, then. We don't even need a title. Let's just have the title be like a period. A, a space, yeah, yeah, yeah space. Yeah. Um, so, I so I told them that I was like, yeah, your your tweet is meaningless to me. That does absolutely, literally nothing. And um, they were like, oh no, um, actually, hold on a second, is this uh, which one's me? That one's you. And this one's me. This one's me. Yeah, this one's me. Uh, so they were like, no, um, I'm actually. Uh, also, you're gonna need a microphone at some point. Dan, do you want to give him a hand? I don't know if. Check, check, check. <clears throat> There's a mic. Uh, yeah, looks great. <clears throat> so they're they're like, no, um, um, actually, we have a million followers and a very engaged fan base. And I'm like, yeah, so the thing that you guys might not realize is that Twitter followers are like not really a big it's not deal. A thing. Space. Yeah, they, they clicked a Sorry? thing once. We're not live yet. That doesn't mean uh, that they're engaged with you. Okay, So I managed to, I managed to mostly it win is, my It is battle. partially live. So the title we ended up with was Oh man, YouTube, uh, OnePlus, <laughs> Linus, Factory, here, hold on. Nice. OnePlus 6 quality control revealed. They wouldn't let me have exposed, they wouldn't let me have, so there, there was all this stuff that we- That's kind pretty of went, lame. Went back and forth, well, it ended up doing, I, I settled for this one, which ended up doing, I think, five million views or something like that. That's not so bad. Really solid. And um, just, but just to, 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 to rub it in, at the end, they tweeted it also, and they were like, you're gonna see, you're gonna see. <laughs> I pulled up the analytics, and we got like 32 views that were referred from Twitter, including our own tweet. Wow. <laughs> Title, thumbnail, is absolutely everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. I think there's a lot of science there that I just don't understand. You know, I'd really like to go deep on that sometime. It's... It's science, it's art, it's yeah. black magic. It's like behavioral science too, it's, right? Yes, it's mm. it's all of them. And some people are are not good at it at all. Some people are okay. I, I'm pretty- Brian's great at it. I'm okay at it. Some people no. are just absolute <laughs> masters. No. Uh, Mr. Beast described to me once the method by which he chooses a title and thumbnail. And he said, if you see it and you don't click on it, it has to bother you for the rest of the day. Uh. You have to be curious about what it would be. What what would what did you miss? What were the possibilities that my life could have? What possible paths could my life have gone down if I had watched this That's video? That's a pretty high bar. <laughs> that's a pretty high bar. Well, when you upload like one video every six weeks, like he's been doing recently, I, I guess that's okay. Oh, our China ball is okay. Cool. Ooh. Is my mic adds, okay? Adds ambience. I think it's okay. Yeah, you just got to be really close. Got to be close to it. Yeah, okay. yeah. You gotta, you gotta deep throat the microphone. You gotta get in say. it. Get in there.
Can do. We keep things pretty PG-13, like, on the actual show, but yes. this is the pre-show, so there's kind of no rules. Okay. Hmm. Brian, what do you want to do with that? <laughs> I mean, whatever I, you guys literally do Literally nothing. Me, literally no, I nothing can do changes. back to you much worse. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. I'd just like to say it's great to be here. <laughs> I'm having a great goddamn time. <laughs> this is... Oh, yeah, you guys don't have a swear button. See, I can say fucking. Oh, wow. And I can press this f***ing button. Oh, and it bleeps and you. And it actually bleeps me live, yeah. Oh, wow. He does cool, it for right? such a short period of time that you hear every letter of the word anyways. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <beep>. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that happens on a lot of TV shows and stuff on TV, Honestly, right? like, well, that just, is my, in my, the K, in my opinion, count. Doesn't count. that's the best way to bleep because that way you're not obscuring the meaning at all. Nope. Right. And I honestly, I think bleeps are funnier from from a comedic. They're standpoint. funnier, and I think they draw more attention. Yes, right. Like yeah. it actually emphasizes the, yeah. the the word more. Hey, I said a naughty word. Yeah, I said a word I'm not allowed to say. Yep. Yeah, like nothing prevents us from using swear words on YouTube. Uh, if you if you if you use an excessive amount of profanity in the first thirty seconds to a minute of a video, it's possible that you'll get flagged as like for mature audiences only and it, the video won't get propagated as It'll much. It'll just kill your views. But dropping the odd damn and ass and butthole or you know whatever else d deeper within the video, it really just, to my knowledge, doesn't really affect hmm, you at all. Um, but we, we bleep because I like it. I think it's funny. Do you have more sounds than just the bleep? No, but that's... Like a cow, or I'd like a duck. Do you know what I mean? A duck, air horn. I, I just, I think you could really you work with this, right? The box yeah. Is like really hard. To oh yeah. You could have applause, right? Yeah, I could have a whole stable. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Oh, a cow. What does a cow mean? Right? You have to catch the light properly. I love it. We could prop it up with like a phone. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. I'm sure we have some LCTstore.com merchandise to put under it. <laughs> if you move it back a little bit, that'll help. You could also me. just put it here. Uh. You could maybe balance it on top of the mic. Yeah, that Ooh, work. that's pretty dark. Hold on. What about here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here. That might be too high. Uh, oh, that's pretty shilly. That is, that's very shilly. <laughs> Literally centered. I mean, it, it needs yeah, to be a little more. I was trying to put it close to me. I didn't want to insinuate yeah, that. Yeah, uh, that's at least better. you can read it there. Yeah, that's oh, better. Yeah. That's better. <laughs> All right. We'll go with that. Oh man! And then I'm literally like hiding the other darkness. art logo that I'm wearing. <laughs> put it over here to do it. Yeah, you deal with right. it. We could also go super Careful, subtle, the card in and it we too. could put it like kind of in the corner. I think this like, is good, like where it's not. Oh, even... that's, that's oh yeah, that's much better. That's way better. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And you're you got the jersey. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. I was blocking. Which, by the, the way, is like we could pretend I'm wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. See? Jealous. Was I that? Know. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you are. It's kind of attractive. It's kind of attractive. I think you know. Maybe Strangely attractive. Maybe. Hmm. Okay, so the way I'm kind of imagining this, we haven't really done live guests in kind of a hot minute, is we will start the show. Uh, oh, the alarm just went off somewhere. Okay, well, I'll let someone else deal with that. Uh, we'll start the show. We'll intro the show. We run our like animated intro thing. And then I think we jump right into uh, that you guys are visiting. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe you join us for our first topic, which is that I apparently know nothing about the actual inner workings of computers, courtesy of Buildzoid who posted a reaction video to something we said on last week's WAN show. Okay. Or, no, on our um, Prime Day stream. 
And then, you know, maybe we do a little bit more just kind of shooting the breeze. And then we I, stand up and leave. Yeah, you guys, We're you guys out. are gone. You're out. We're going to go get dinner. Get some. Yeah, you can actually eat. Oh, no, you guys got lunch, right? We did. We're going to Kobe. Good. All right. Excellent. Um, so you guys grab some dinner. We'll we'll continue the WAN show. And uh, yeah, in advance, thank you very much thank for coming up. Thank you for having yeah. us. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, this was this was fun. This was good. It was like it was like old times when you like would see people. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And I, collaborate. I, yeah, I, I actually really did enjoy it. <laughs> you said some things in there that made my heart go pity patter, and I might get fired. But you know, if that helps, if that happens, <laughs> that, that's what that what's that's meant to be. <laughs> this is my time. <laughs> You do know we're live right now, right? Yes, I okay, do. I, yes, I, do. <laughs> yes, I do. Most people will never see this, though. Uh, the, the, the archive only goes to floatplane.com. Yeah, but if anything really good happens in this section, don't they don't they like cap it, cut it out, and and post it somewhere anyway? No, never. No, they're pretty good. At this that? does no. This does okay. not go into the clips that uh, go that go the up. Pre-show is just here for the pre-show people, and then it's gone forever. Yeah. So so anyone on Twitch or I think we're live on Facebook as well who actually just sits at their computer like a pathetic f and waits for the show to start. Uh, by the way, shout wow. out to Twitch chat. Love so you guys. mean. Look, they dish it to I me. Didn't, I didn't. Oh my god. They dish uh, it. Listen, you definitely they started they it. Saying? They dish it to. They dish it to me just as bad. Oh my god, that's harsh. <laughs> that's a harsh chat. Um, yeah, Twitch, Twitch chat. You're awful people. I love you. Uh, so Twitch. So Twitch chat. So other than them, if they tune in early and just wait for the show to start, then they can catch it. And then if you're on float plane, it's actually baked Got into it. the archive of the Wench. Nice. Got it. Nice. The chats are going wild now. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching it just kind of scroll by. <laughs> for anyone watching on Twitch who doesn't know the inside running joke that I like have this animosity toward Twitch chat <laughs> coming in and seeing that has to it's be just pr pretty jarring. What's yeah. going on? Probably yeah. pretty Excuse jarring. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, oh man. Good times. Yeah. We need some, uh, we need some Navy seal copy pasta in response to that. The f did you just say to me? You <laughs> little. Uh, okay. What I like about the button by the way is, it means you know you're going to do it ahead of time. Like yeah, you have to yeah. prepare to do this. Yes. Like it's a very purposeful yes. thing. Yeah. It's very premeditated. I would, I would say it and not hit any buttons. People, <laughs> people catch me reaching for the button. They're like, he's going to swear. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> suddenly his hand is positioned in it's a different art. way. It's a performance art. Right. I was the second oldest sibling. So I had, uh, I had three younger siblings, one of which was 10 years younger than me. So I was, you know... 15 and just learning the art of using cuss words like I know how to use them. Um, and I had a five-year-old brother, right? So I, I, oh, you were that brother. I am measured. No, I, I know I never, I never dropped oh, okay. in front of him. Okay. So I have a lot of practice. I, I only, I only use a cuss word if I intend to use a cuss word. Okay. It's not, wow. Right. wow. No. Not everybody's like that. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> they just get I know, used. I know can some... we get, can we get a bleep button for Mr. Shrout over here? Can we? Yeah. Somebody yeah. else needs yeah. to man it though. You can have, you have that six second you need delay. Need a tape, del tape delay. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think I can premeditate cuss words. I don't. I don't think I have it. I. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know until you try. If I will, it work for me if I hit it. Uh, I don't actually know. Is this connected to to Linus's mic only? His only? mic or all? Or is it every everybody? It's a global. Yeah. Global beep. So okay. I can say.
But did you press it even? I did. He no, did. did. Yeah. <laughs> You're behind the water bottle. Yeah, we have no idea if it worked because we don't hear it, right? <laughs> yeah. We'll find out in a bit. <laughs> oh, sweet. All right, perfect. So there you go. That's well, this The entire is Twitch chat is full of Navy SEAL copy pasta now. <laughs> Apparently it worked. It worked. It worked. Perfect. All right. Should we uh, should we kick off the show, the actual show? Sure. You know. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's uh, let's do it then. Right, is everyone ready? Control Control Center. Are we ready? I think we're good to go. Okay. I shall resume the selected. So everyone needs to just kind of freeze and be smiling, because we have no control over. This is the first time I've actually acknowledged what resuming the selected means. I just say it every time and the pre-show people know it's a thing, but you can see there's this interface here, pause selected and resume selected. Uh. Um, resume selected will uh, activate an additional restreamer channel. Okay. So when I resume the selected, the important one is YouTube. And the reason is because A, most people watch there and B, uh, YouTube has gates on how many notifications you can send out in a given period of time. Mm. So if we accidentally go live in the test here and we realize uh, we have a horrible encoding issue or audio issue and we need to stop the Pause. stream, fix something in OBS or whatever the case may be and restart, we don't get another shot at it. We, oh, can't, wow. send, we can't send another notification. And while notifications don't really matter for VODs, for live, they matter a lot. Okay. Um, people interact with them differently. It's an entirely different discovery pipeline hmm. on YouTube's side. Hmm. So resuming the selected is a big deal. It sounds pretty grandiose. But the reason we all have to just pose and smile while it's resuming it takes is that it takes anywhere from one second to like 15 seconds oh. to resume. Okay. And I just need to sit here and feverishly refresh this page until I see a green check mark next to yeah. a.rtmp.youtube.com, stuff I won't read. It has our stream key in it as I was, well. I was like, oh. don't worry. <laughs> Chill, <Luke>. Stop talking. <laughs> yes. All of that stuff is, out, Luke. Yeah. Stop. All of that stuff is like the Visa MasterCard numbers where they're all the same. Yes. So all of that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> just need to stop right now, there. Is it all. this camera or is it that camera? Uh, or all cameras? You can just talk to us. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't actually worry about it. It's okay. easier to just chat with us. That's true. Okay. All right. AJ says it will refresh by itself, Linus. Yes, it will but not as fast. So we will have a longer us uh, sitting there smiling at the beginning if I don't just refresh it and try to catch it as early as I can. So yes, I am aware of that. All right, we ready? Ready. ready. I am yeah. resuming the selected. He makes it sound all like fancy. He's clicking a button. <laughs> I'm pulling the lever. You can't be talking. And welcome to The WAN Show, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you today. Ram Bam, thank you for the correction, ma'am. Buildzoid has stepped up to correct what I said on our Prime Day stream earlier. Although, frankly, it probably wasn't necessary since we've got the one oh. and only Ryan Shrout and the equally one and equally only Tom <laughs> Peterson, formerly of PC Perspective and NVIDIA, and now currently both at Intel, working on Intel Art Graphics. So they're going to be chatting about that. That's one of our other main topics today. 
today. What else we got, Luke? What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about some events that we're hosting that are coming up. One of them being the LAN. One of them being something you've never heard of before. Mm. Also, Unity acquires Iron Source, an ad tech company. What does that mean for games? Really? Probably bad that? things. You picked that? Probably horrible things. I don't even want to talk about Time that. Time to talk about bad stuff. No, it's horrible, and I don't want to. <laughs> I refuse. Pick something else. Nope, we're going to talk about it. Did that happen today? The show is brought to you by Squarespace, Wealthfront, and Axiom. I think it makes sense to start with our first topic, and you guys can weigh in, okay? So we've got Linus with his casual off-the-cuff comment on cast, latency, uh, cast, latency, cast latency versus uh, actual uh, RAM frequency and the importance of uh, trade-offs between them. And then we've in the other corner, we've got Buildzoid with the um, actually, that's very important. So <laughs> I applied a very old, very general, very inaccurate rule of thumb when I said something along the lines of, if you have a full, okay, well, that's where we get into the nuance. If you have a bin of speed versus a bin of latency, one versus the other is probably about the same. So if you were to go up one bin in megatransfers per second in your actual frequency, while also increasing your latency by one bin, then you it's probably about the same as having a little less frequency and a little less latency was the generalization that I made. And back in the DDR1 days, that was probably a fairly fair thing to say. These days, <clears throat> it resulted in a video from Buildzoid correcting me because it is not actually accurate. So, Trout, do you want to take a crack at what no. I got wrong before I... <laughs> no, I, I, actually, I actually don't because, uh, uh, I, you know, as we've gone from DDR through to four to now five, like I, I wouldn't know how to equate the, the deltas you get from a latency jump and a frequency jump. Um, I know there has to be some trade-off, but, uh, you know, this is the risk you take when you talk in a very public <laughs> when setting. When you say right? anything. When you say anything. And I lived in that world. I know what it's like to be... Uh, corrected mildly <laughs> in so those ways. What I said was that going from uh, 5,200 megatransfers per second CL40 down to 4,800 megatransfers per second CL38 is probably a trade-off that isn't going to matter that much at the end of the day. However, this is not entirely true. YouTuber actually hardware, actually hardware, actually hardcore overclocking, aka Buildzoid, released a video titled Tech YouTubers Need to Stop all caps, doing this when talking about RAM, where he provided us with, this is editorialized, I'm not the one who wrote this, a minor correction regarding how we talk about <laughs> RAM. Because at the end of the day, when we're talking about the decisions that you make regarding a large purchase like a gaming PC, these little differences actually do matter. Because if you pick, it's actually, it's been a concept for a video I've wanted to do for a long time, the, the unoptimal PC where in every component class where for every component you pick a worst in class component so you take so you know how you can have a thermal paste that will maybe drop maybe help you shed three degrees sure which might help you turbo 0.25 percent more 
right? So at every turn, we pick the one that is 5% or 3% or 1% worse. And then at every turn, we take the component that is 5% or 3% or 1% better. And then we drag race those two against each other to actually talk about the importance of these little decisions uh, whether it's RAM, GPU, yeah. motherboard. I mean, motherboard's one. We hardly even talk about the performance differences between motherboards mm -hmm. anymore. Why? Because it's all down to a couple of percent here and there. But... They stack. They stack. Yeah. They stack, yeah. and it matters. I love that you took the smart path and said nothing, which is what I should have done. But see, but what I actually want to do is challenge Tom, because Tom has a lot of experience in, under, like, I don't know if he does, he's an, an inventor of a very important memory technology that we use every day. Every day. Every day. So NVIDIA, back in the day when I worked there, I was yeah. in the chipset business first. You were Enforce? I yes. was Enforce. When it was good? Yeah. Or when it was bad? No, before Intel killed it, I was in Enforce. <laughs> yeah. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah. And so part of that job, uh, we were trying to figure out how do you differentiate in chipsets versus Intel, yeah. which is hard, right? Well, you had GeForce MX, yep. which is actually how you guys sold me my first motherboard. Is that right? I had an MX440, so I could play Warcraft 3. I didn't play any hardcore nice. games, but Enforce 2 with GeForce MX, I actually got a Soltec MRN 2L motherboard. Remember oh that gold yes. flame? Wow. golden yes. flame motherboard? Wow. And that was enough of a differentiator that I didn't want Via. Uh -huh. I didn't want any of the other chipset makers for AMD. ULI, I think SIS was still in the business yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I went NVIDIA for GeForce MX graphics. God bless you. And they sucked, but, God bless you. but they were so much better than Intel's graphics. Oh, wait. At well, the time. This, at the story just took a real weird turn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's my cue to exit. Uh, gotta so, go. <laughs> so okay, so you were you were with the Enforce yes. team then. Okay, tell me yes. about that. All right. So the you know, there's uh, at the time we were good friends with Corsair, you know, John Beakley. I know him, he's a great guy, and Andy and all those guys. And we're trying to figure out, hey, how can we partner closer with these guys? And we came up with a a concept called EPP and SLI memory. EPP stands for enhanced performance profiles. Yes. Intel called us and said, good idea, we want to get on board. So they joined it and there was a little consortium that Intel pushed to uh, JDEC and it became XMP. XMP. So I... Really? No I did, shit, yes. I did not know that. Yes. That is so cool. Or I still have, I, if you're AMD. I, Although nobody calls it that. <laughs> I, I still have an original SLI memory dim that we did, and it basically SLI branded memory had EPP. Now, now the SLI branded memory didn't last very no, long. No. Some, and some of it, quite frankly, no offense, was dog shit. I remember you. there were these OCZ DDR2 <laughs> yes, yes. SLI modules yes. that were great, atrocious, <laughs> unbelievably <laughs> good. The, the compatibility was unbelievably awful. good. We're uh, we're fast forwarding a little bit in my career at that point. So we're in the DDR2 phase. I'm working at NCIX as our uh, as our coordinator for our high end systems. Yes. And so I was actually the one, whenever we got an order for like a $6,000, $7,000, $8,000 system, I think the highest end one I ever built was like a 10 grand system. And this was without paint jobs. You know, we didn't take shortcuts when we built a $10,000 system main gear, <laughs> Falcon oh, Northwest. <laughs> we had, it had, I forget how many Raptor X, you know, uh, 10,000 oh, yeah. RPM drives yes, it had yes. in it. But mm -hmm. this buddy who bought it, I actually met the customer. Like we had such a white glove experience that I actually drove to his house to like fix it for him when he had some kind of, no, to upgrade it for him when he wanted new hardware later. Like these customers were very babied by sure. me 
personally. Wasn't it like a boutique that just grew out of nothing? You guys were, you weren't originally doing this, right? Oh man, I could talk about that for a while. I wanted to. We were selling a lot of boxes, but we were doing it at no margin. We were actually, it's, it's funny how the industry has come full circle because we were actually doing the same thing that, um, oh, oh, balls. What is there? Uh, we actually, we, uh, well, it's kind of like what NZXT is doing with build where they sell the components mm -hmm. and then there's like a fixed build fee and, uh, oh crap. I forget who else is doing it. I think does main gear have a brand that they do that know. with as well. Uh, I know there's, I know there's one that we actually like work with quite frequently. Bell, do you remember who it is? What do they do? Uh, the one that has the fixed fee and then you just buy all the hardware at like market oh. prices. Uh, build Redux. Redux, yes, yes, Redux. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so it's come full circle. And, and like now the, the boutique builders are actually getting into that business because mm -hmm. it is a really good way to move boxes. You get your volumes up with your suppliers, you get more MDF, mm -hmm. and you also just have work for your workers to do in between the few and far between that are ordering five, six thousand, $10,000 systems, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, this was, so I wanted to move from these, these just white box, generic boxes of random custom components into standardizing our builds so that we never ended up with a rampage extreme in anything again. And forced by the, that board literally had a 50% RMA rate for us. Really? Literally 50%. It was <laughs> awful. That sounds bad. When Asus launched ROG, because it was with that board, yeah. I was like, this brand is doomed. Because this is the worst product that we have ever seen cross our threshold. I don't remember this. I, I, I mean, I blacked out <laughs> Yeah, somewhere. you must have blocked it. So I was pushing us internally to become more of a boutique system builder. And part of that, because nobody else cared about this project, was mm. that I hand-built all of those systems. So I remember this system for this baller guy who uh, he, the first time I worked with him, he was a day trader. And when it went to upgrade his system, he was a professional online poker player. That was all he did. And he needed the fastest system apparently for that. This is the same guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, this is the same Holy guy. Holy shit. Yeah. So when I hand built his system with OCZ SLI memory modules, <laughs> that will be, that memory will be baked into my brain forever because I couldn't figure it out. It would work with two in these slots and then it would stop working with two in those slots and then it would work with two in these slots. Then it would randomly work with four in all of the slots. I haven't changed a thing. <laughs> I saw the reach. I did. I, I saw, saw the reach. reach of the button. You yeah, can see he was happening. working himself up, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden went for the button. <laughs> but hey, I mean, XMP had some, XMP had some challenges, but I would say today, other than the awkward detail that Intel technically voids your warranty for using it. Oh, is that um, true? It's really great and works pretty well. Yeah, yeah technically it's that. overclocking. And Intel doesn't is allow my understanding. That. That's why some wow. OEMs are will stick with JDEC mm. rather than enabling XMP, particularly the tier ones. Okay. Uh, that is the reason I've been given. I could be mistaken, and I'm sure that I'm going to get an angry email from you or maybe a correction video <laughs> no, from no, Nodesoid. No. Uh, can, I, can I add one point of clarification? Yes. Overclocking is delightful on ARC, and it's not voiding your warranty. <laughs> I knew he was going to bring us there. <laughs> All right, let me finish this topic, and then, yeah, I do want to talk to you guys about that. So, Buildzoid said, Cast latency and this, yes, is how many clock cycles it takes for RAM to access data in one of its columns. So if you are running at a higher frequency and the frequency, and this is for reasons I don't fully understand, but we do RAM frequency in mega transfers per second. For some reason, even though it's a cycle, we don't call it a Hertz. 
Anyone help? Uh, why? Yeah. Uh, because uh, it's a it's an I. So if you think about it, it's a it's a differential signal. Sure. And uh, it's kind of like you can count it as two transfers. So sometimes people double it. So calling it a op makes it clear that you don't double. Thank you. Yes. All right. <clears throat> so the cast latency is how many of these cycles, these transfers per second, uh, it takes for RAM to access data in one of its columns. All right. So a 4800 CL38 technically actually has longer latency than a 5200 CL8 RAM module. Now that I knew. What I didn't do the math on was whether the 5200 CL40 was enough to counter out 4800 CL38. So you can have a faster module that runs at higher megatransfers per second, and it can have a higher cast latency while having lower overall latency in nanoseconds, which is what actually matters. So yep. Buildzoid did the math. Thank you very much. The 5200 megatransfer per second CL40 kit actually not only has higher bandwidth by 8%, but 3% lower actual latency too. So mm. I was wrong. Mm. Get owned. Effective Damn. latency. Damn. Effective latency. Yes. Lamp. However, when comparing between two kits, <laughs> each only a single JDEX spec away from one another, the performance difference remains relatively small. So my advice still remains, depending on the pricing, you want to go with whatever makes the most sense for your budget, unless you are getting into very high performance tiers, which I don't believe we were looking at at the time, where you really are trying to eke out every last percent. Um, there is a helpful chart from Crucial Source 2 that actually shows how timings have remained very similar across many specs of RAM from DDR to DDR5. And this is kind of cool. So why don't we pop this up? Crucial actually occasionally publishes some very, very cool blog posts. Uh, do you guys mind uh, popping us over onto the bottom right real quick? Uh, I actually used some blog posts from Crucial when I was doing up our video on DDR5. We collaborated with G-Skill on it. And then we also um, turned to, there was, Man, there was uh, there was there's uh, this company I forget what they're called, but they make PCB design software, and they had an amazing blog post on the challenges around designing DDR5 traces, and I was like, this is so cool! How do you publish this for free? I love it. Anyway, uh, you can see here that our our latency, even though we've gone from cast latencies of three with SDR and DDR, you know, two and a half, man, you could get, you could get cast two DDR back in the day. You couldn't could. you? Yeah. That, uh, that OCZ, uh, untested stuff that was literally UTT untested, but then you they just warranted you to overvolt the snot out of it. What a weird company they were anyway. Um, they were, yes, they did kind of blow up if I'm remembering correctly, didn't they? Oh, spectacularly. Yes. I actually know a fair bit about that. Yeah. Um, 15, 15 <laughs> nanoseconds of latency and DDR five at cast 40 compared to two and a half is 16.67 nanoseconds mm, of latency. Table. So it's a, actually a, a pretty cool table to see how, yes, that number has gone up a lot, but in terms of the real world actual time latency of access, it hasn't. It's the second time today we've talked about Crucial. We talked about it at lunch. Where I know. I, I referenced the, uh, uh, I don't know if they still the have it. Page, like right? a configuration tool and compatibility tool for you, where you would put in your laptop or your motherboard and it would tell you here's the oh, cool. six modules that will actually be compatible. But you know, back in the day, in SD and in the first gens DD, that was a more important. Oh wait, I remember that. Yeah. Fun story. 
Uh, well, it's been a while. <laughs> I was the one who got tasked with taking all of the random ass crucial modules that they have in that configurator and populating them on the NCIX site so that when people went through the crucial memory configurator, NCIX would have a where to buy link so that we could oh, wow. place freaking these random orders <laughs> for these weird SKUs that distribution was going to take 12 weeks to get in stock while the customer yells at us so that they can get the validated DDR memory module for their ancient <laughs> Dell Optiplex. So yes, yep. great tool. <laughs> I personally have a bit of a grudge against it. <laughs> it I was have, an awesome tool though. I actually used it a lot when but I was I have, doing mm -hmm. like tech work. Yeah, yeah, for servers in particular. Yeah, like yeah. it was actually genuinely really helpful. I just haven't OEM thought about it in a decade. Stuff? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why are you guys here? Well, love, I just really wanted to say for, hi. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like it's been so long. Oh, oh, and and in the jersey, Ark. I, I just this is just seven, my war today. Yeah, that <laughs> so jersey. I I beat around the bush a little bit in the pre-show. Uh -oh. It's kind of cringe. You think? Yeah, it's, I it's, actually yeah. disagree. You disagree? Yeah. I disagree. I think it's cool. I think it goes a little hard. I, I think in terms of if uh, you had other a if you had jerseys. a Linus jersey, you would wear it and you'd be so stoked. No, I would. <laughs> yes, you would. I would. You would wear not. it to badminton. 100%. Well, the question is, would you ever wear that in anywhere other than a work function? And the answer to that me, is no, going to be no. No, right? no, I would not. Yeah. So for me, shirts I wore like it that when I, are, I would actually are really great if you could wear it to a rave as an example. Oh, okay. you know? well, yeah. if I was going to a rave, then yeah, yeah it has the right color. Yeah, scheme you you and could wear it, right? Yeah. If you learn something about about tap, are you a raver? I don't rave. That's actually why he's in no, Vancouver. No, I don't. That's, well, whoever's listening, I don't rave. <laughs> no, but like if you're doing outside sports or whatever, like, I don't know, I'd throw it on. I would wear it if the Intel Arc branding was on the back. Okay. I find the okay. bicep on the back, it the says chest light, a little it much. It says let's play on the yeah, back. But yeah. you, could, you could, yeah. Okay. 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 All right. But you Special know what? edition. Yeah. But the good news is that everything else we talked about today made a much much better impression than that shirt i so, wonder if that's because you're not a soccer fan Ooh. oh i'm not because See, that is soccer, kind of fans, soccer yeah, style yeah, jersey. that is yeah, yes, that is yes that is okay hold on a second let's have let's have a look at the chat i think we should run a let's oh, run no. a poll Ooh. okay okay is the polling system working right now luke uh yep okay do you want to do it because i don't know how to use it okay sure. luke's gonna hit the flow playing chat with yeah. a poll Ryan Shrout's Intel Arc jersey. I mean, it's yay not or just nay. mine. It's not only his, but he does yeah, model but, it very I mean, well. You sweat in it. Nobody else <laughs> wants it. <laughs> it's yours now. <laughs> the good Fair. news is everything. Well, while the while the people respond to the poll, the good news is that everything else you guys talked about today has been pretty positive. So, what did you bring up? As far as I know, this has not been shown outside of Intel yet. Um, has not. What, you are correct. What do you want to say about it? What well, is it? I, I would like to say first off, uh, thanks. And I got to say, thank you very much for having us here. Oh, yeah. Our yeah. Pleasure. And, and I got to tell you, I, not only do I just love being out and, and, and around other people because it's been so long, but you've honestly been just a pleasure. I got to see the whole place and it's quite impressive. And, and I'm just, I, you know, wow. So there's that first. Nobody ever says nice things to me on the WAN show because I'm always just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how to react. You to know, this. just just relax. OK, now about this, I'm also excited because, as you know, we showed you some performance. Yes. Right. And, and this is the first card that I've seen from Intel that I go, you know what? It's all going to be OK. It's all going to be it's all going to work out. 
And I, I just, I love, I love the fact that we can sit here and we can play games with it, right? And, yeah. it, and it plays really well. We were playing Cyberpunk earlier. Yeah, I was going to say, we weren't playing like minor VGA, like, which is not a crypto thing, by the way. Do you know minor VGA? I, Does I anyone know I minor VGA? I knowledge because we I played don't. Minecraft last night. And he's like, well, back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> we played <laughs> minor VGA. We had minor VGA. I don't VGA. know what minor VGA is. How did I not know? Okay, I'm, I'm going to try and get this up. I'm going to try and get this up on playdosgames.com here. Uh, but, but anyway, the point is, we're not talking lightweight games. We ran Cyberpunk. We ran F1 2021. Uh, we ran Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which was good. Hey, these are all games that are... Did you use the thing? Which thing? Oh, I should have used the thing. I didn't use the what thing. What thing? We oh, have. No. We actually just built an automated uh, benchmark tool for those games. Oh, and you did literally use the all thing. the games that he just listed are in there. Well, we were only sort of allowed to. We were allowed to kind of look at performance. We weren't allowed to get analytical. Oh, that was like frame time. Yeah, because we're not. Oh, yeah, we're not right. at the point where we're really sampling this yet. I really just wanted to come that's up fair. and share. You yeah, know? no, that's this totally is like fair. a sneak peek. But cool. very, very soon. I don't. I don't know if this is going to bother anybody else in the projection, but if. Stop slamming your hand on oh, the table. Stop. It's oh, okay. Sorry. All the sorry. 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 But <laughs> very, very Nobody soon. Nobody else wanted to say it. He's I have excited. a lot of production. I am no, very I know, excited. I, I like the passion. I'm, I'm very excited. Tempering. I'm very excited. But this is actually it. Got it overclocks pretty good. It's got fantastic, you know, media. But at the end of the day, what you really care about is does it game and does it game yeah. well. And I, I feel like we, I feel like we hit it. We we nailed it. Now it's a little bit more complicated story than obviously you know that I would like to tell. Yes, but yeah, uh, it, it, I'm sure you guys would have loved to fly up here. Put your put your hands in your lap, twiddle your thumbs, and like go. This. Enjoy, dude. Just do your thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we so we started the, we started today. I think it was this morning. Uh, we published a video talking a little bit about performance and a little bit about like our plan to roll this out. It's something yeah. that you know people are eager to see. They've wanted to see it for a while. Uh, uh, yeah, I right? think three years and counting. Yes. And, and, yeah. and, yeah. and, yes. and we get it. We understand it. And now Tom and I are like pushing for. Forward. We're doing it, man. We're doing it. And I'm pretty excited. So the, the key thing is before you know it, these are going to be available in the channel. And oh, okay. We didn't talk about that. We did not talk about it, but I'm just going to say before you know it, kid. I mean, I guess there's retail. <laughs> I mean, there's retail. There's a retail box. Yeah. Wait, yeah. is it in here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, assu I assumed you would have taken it out. Well, the people want you to open it. <laughs> yeah, sure. I Go mean, ahead. should we give it to the guy yeah. with the jersey that, no, by the way, yeah. 80%, 80% of our float plane viewers say cool or wearable. Wow. Yeah. I'll take it. Or uh, something better than trash. Cringe and unwearable was 21%. <laughs> so four out of so four out 21 of five sweaty nerds. That is a solid win. Yeah, that four, is a solid win. Four out of five sweaty nerds are going to uh, be into it. Sure. <laughs> I, hey, awesome. Four, that sounds good. Oh, yeah. Here here we go. Hold on a second. We're, we're just reframing really for you here. This camera. is the... Uh, I will say it woo! looks really sharp. There it is. You, you haven't even seen it with RGB yet. Yeah, so that has RGB. That's a limited edition. It will be available for purchase. We've got a, a cool program controls all the RGBs. That's actually a over-designed card for the for the uh, chip that's in it. You said you were looking at our little monitor, and it was at sixty-one degrees C while we were gaming. You're like, that's obviously broken. Sixty-nine, actually. Sixty-nine. Sorry. Guess what? Nice. And then he, and then he said, nice. Yeah. It was correct. <laughs> it was correct. The targeted temperature. Kid. Yeah. Wow. So you guys are hitting like seventy degrees under load. It was literally reporting ninety. 99% GPU usage, mm -hmm. which, mm -hmm. um, as far as I can tell, seems to be working. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, that's and that's with a that's with a dual cool. that's with a Love dual fan. Now that's a dual axial. Yeah. 
They wouldn't talk pricing so with sure. us yet, but when you guys watch the video, which by the way That's is going to be you. amazing because <laughs> we got Shrout to shill for LTTstore.com and we got Tap to I, shill for Float. I don't know how it happened. It's when the we most were, obvious oh, recording. Nice. When we it, were talking about this would be our last video because we were going to get fired. Yeah. That was part of the reasons <laughs> I, why. I want to see the video because yeah. I, I know for sure it's my most awkward recording that I've ever done. No, it's, no you didn't. You right. sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. I gave them both some like hosting coaching when they were it was good. trying yeah. really hard. I learned a lot. It was a great it was I, a great effort. I've been out of practice for three and a half years. I, know. I don't know how to do it. I haven't this seen anymore. people. I don't, well you I had nothing seen... to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh hey oh. Hey -oh. Again. Again. Damn. Uh, Damn. We have some questions from people. Do, okay. do you want to talk a little bit more freestyle or do you yeah. want to start no, let's do questions. From the community? Let's do questions. Because you know, one of the first questions is hey, um, are you guys engaging with the open source community? How is how is your Linux support going to be for this card? Well, I can tell you that our, our Linux support is going to be great. We already have an open driver for Linux, right? So it's it's we're not in the same position as some of the other companies that have a little bit of schizophrenic relationship. Uh, we are open source <laughs> oriented, right? Now, can I remind you yes. guys um, his employment history? He formerly worked for a, a green company. It doesn't matter. It's not has, about that. He, he doesn't have, but he doesn't have any insider knowledge. He was actually the receptionist. So was. I don't want yeah. it to seem like he's throwing shade. I'm anyone. not throwing shade on anybody. I I'm just, just wanna, saying that we are very open. I want to get that out there. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, yes, Ryan. Yes. We're very open. And uh, so our Linux community, uh, I think most of them realize that we do open standards. Like if you think open standards, you should start thinking, where did these come from? Well, a lot of them came from Intel. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, Intel wasn't going to go and embrace a closed standard like G-Sync, for example. Oh. Great technology. Great technology. Personally a fan. But Intel, they're going to wait for Adaptive Sync, oh, obviously, right? Yes. Well, you know my, my history about that. So I'm very excited to say that we do support Adaptive Sync. And we also have a couple other really cool sync modes like uh, Smooth Sync and another thing that we're calling, what's the last one called? Smooth Sync, Fast Sync. So all okay, of Okay, what's the difference? <laughs> no, I don't is think that's right. Oh, it's not Fast Sync. It's Smooth Sync. Is Fast Sync kind of, or whatever it is. Yeah. The last one, is it like a like a reflex competitor? Like a, No, no, no. It's actually like really cool. It's like or... when you have when you have tearing, like when you're running really fast, you're yeah. going to tear. This mode actually blends the two frames. So think of it, it works with all monitors, but what we're doing is we're saying, oh. we can't get rid of tearing, but we can actually make that transition less jarring. That's now, do pretty I sweet get, for certain so, games that are just so going to It works all the well. time. Yeah, so I get yeah. the latency advantage of not having any kind of sync. Yes. But I, I'm assuming that would rely on the machine learning hardware. No, no, to, no, no. It's just a traditional blend. So think of it, it's in our display logic. So on, as we're scanning out lines, uh -huh. we kind of know when a new frame shows up. Smooth, right. smooth sync, by Smooth the way, sync, thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Smooth sync. Okay. So that's features available. It works with all games because it's in our display hardware. Right. And, and it's, it's vendor neutral. And it, you know, it's going to work on all ARC. It's pretty cool. That is actually super cool. We okay. have a video for you. Maybe we could give it. You could you know, cut it in if you want. It's pretty cool. Now, I would like to hear from you guys if you have any other questions. This is going to be the one and only opportunity to chat with these guys live about this here. Well, it may not be Although the only. I know that you this guys are This could be my on... last employment day here, right? <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we don't know how yeah, that's going to go. Actually, yeah. I take it back. Yeah, yeah, it could, could be well the last. Be. This is it. Could very well be. Um, okay, I mean, uh, a crane, I don't think they're going to be able to answer, answer that yeah, question. Yeah, I mean, like, hey, what day is it going to be available? Yeah. How, okay. how much is it going to we're cost? Not, we're not going to answer we're, price. We're not going to answer specifics on performance, and we're not going to talk of specifics on a date. Akrain wants to know if there will be a 900 trim or if 700 is the highest. Can you address that? I can it's say, okay yeah. If you can't. Right now, we have a three family, a five family, and a seven, seven family, and that's where our plan ends right now. Now, whether someday we change 
change that? Maybe you know we always we always think into things, and I know Intel added a nine uh, yes, to the CPU. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but right now, no plan. We have enough names. We got products to fill it, and that's plenty. <laughs> well, the way I think of it, Intel restored the nine because we all knew there was supposed to be a Core i nine many years before they finally gave us the only like marginally upgraded Core i nine. Wasn't Core i nine supposed to be the branding for the original HEDT? 1366. It, I can't. Was I can't it not? Remember. It was. Was it seven? It was seven. It was seven. Core i7 was seven. Yeah. seven with so an it X. was really confusing yeah. because you had Core yeah. i7s on the consumer platform, and then you had Core i7s on the HEDT platform, and it stayed like that for very confusing years. Very confusing. You know, so you know, will we have a nine? Maybe. You know, we'll we'll see as the products go. But I, depends I think, if you can make something nine worthy. No. Well, I, think, like, I think it comes do do? down to Ouch. like God, we've I got. I think the naming structure you've come up with is actually super useful because it it doesn't elicit direct comparisons really like to it. the competition. Yeah. yeah. Right? right. A the A series means alchemist. Next generation will be B. It'll be battle mage. And then you've got okay. the three five seven. And then you can use any of the numbers after that for your performance. Can I please respectfully request something? Of course. Do you guys have influence within the arc business unit? Oh uh, yes. No, not so yeah. much. Yeah. No, okay. we definitely do. Yes, well, but does he yeah. though? He definitely does. He does. He okay. and I are buddies. Okay. We're like connected. Okay, okay. Until one of you is fired. <laughs> well, if We're I get both. fired, then okay. he, then he is going <laughs> to okay. be the man. <laughs> Can you guys stick to your guns? Keep the naming scheme sensible. Yes. Make it so that it's really as, good right now. As yeah. media. And as a consumer, because you guys actually did do a great job of that. Yeah. Intel, yeah. even it, like Intel does not always do a great job. NVIDIA and AMD many times have seemingly intentionally obfuscated the meaning of their of their model numbers. We've seen rebrands. We've seen reuse of the same numbers, which from a consumer standpoint is a nightmare. Because if you're going and you're troubleshooting something and you search for, I'm trying to think of, you search for AMD 6800. I was thinking they about They have oh, CPUs, yes, yes. they have GPUs. Uh, NVIDIA has actually reused, uh, what, man, what was it that they, uh, there's definitely stuff they've reused. There's there's numbers that have been used by both AMD and NVIDIA. So if you search for 480. Like this oh, game. Oh, yes, 480. Yeah, 480. 280, yes. 280 480. Yes, 280, 480. These are both great examples. So what I would respectfully request is that you guys stick to your guns. 357 is your tiers. The letter is your family. I don't yeah. care if this particular letter, if J isn't that cool. Okay? If... If if Jelly I like Jay. If Arc Arc G seven seventy looks looks I like, like looks like some kind of swear word in some kind of Cyrillic script in Sanskrit or something, like please for okay. for for consumers, it's, stick to your guns. But it's, but it's not just for consumers, right? It's like also for my sanity yeah. as well. Yes, right. So, I would like uh, to mess with his sanity, but we won't. Okay, we okay. will not. I have a I have a question that I'm gonna I'm gonna merge kind of a question for myself and a question from the audience. They are asking about um, you, you mentioned earlier. This is exclusive. This it's limited edition. Limited yeah. edition. Yes. Okay, so uh, a certain other company that may not be named uh, sells certain limited edition stuff, maybe like just through Best Buy or whatever else. Is this directly? Is this limited edition directly from you guys, or or how is? Yeah. I, I would expect that to show up in multiple channels in the U.S. and worldwide. 
Intel's okay. distribution is, I could even answer that question. Yes. The well, way Intel's distribution works is it'll go through DISD and then- There's multiple people. And then whether whether there's an exclusive arrangement or not, DISD's gonna send a bunch of them out the back door to mom and pop shops anyway. It's so. all gonna work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even if Intel wanted this to be Best Buy exclusive, I pretty much promise you it wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not, a, that's think, not our no. intent. I think no. people really like the look of that because I'm getting a lot of questions that are basically like, can I get this? Yes. Oh, uh, can, so. you, can you grab it? Can you pick it up again for a second? shroud is that still framed for his hands no it's, it's okay yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter i'll just i'll hold it and explain it so the way they did the rgb on this is actually super classy uh the top bar oh are you gonna are you gonna uh, fire it over to me oh cool how nice is that whoops wrong one whoops wrong uh, one uh whoops, uh, whoops, you'll whoops, get it. Hey, yeah, now we're talking now we're time's a charm uh the way they did it is actually super classy and i'm not just shilling i'm not being paid to tell you this not today anyway i expect payment tomorrow um there's no. a there's a nicely diffused rgb light bar along the top the intel arc logo right here is also lit and then it's really subtle the way they've done it with the fans from the front you actually wouldn't know so if you've got a case that has a vertical gpu mount this thing is going to look absolutely sick it will because the rgb is diffused and it's recessed so it's around the outside of the fan and they could have gone tacky they could have absolutely There's done like um, a translucent fan blade mm -hmm. or something along those lines they decided not to they kept it classy and i think it looks absolutely hey, awesome thank you for that but i have a question from matt k35 there have been reports of huge huge gpu power usage from nvidia in the 4000 models and amd confirmed well didn't confirm but speculated that i think they said by 2025 we could see power consumption as high as like 600 watts or something like that they didn't say anything about the next gen mm. but they said they do foresee much higher gpu power consumption in the future mm -hmm. um so matt k35 asks will intel be reaching for such high power consumption in this range or future models or how do you guys view the importance of efficiency in the pcie uh, slot form factor uh, well, obviously efficiency is huge for us. We're not going to be anywhere near those power ranges in the Alchemist family. Um, I don't know if we've given out a number for this guy. I don't think we have. We either. have not, but I'd love to tell you it's not going to, you know, it's not going to burn out any electrical cities. And you know, no, no, you don't have to like get a mortgage <laughs> to run the power. It's very tame. And I don't think we're going to be participating in that, you know, above 500 watt GPU anytime soon. Now that's in the consumer space, obviously in workstations and in data centers, power limits, power budgets are much different. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I, I would, I would just not include those in the conversation. Yeah. Fun fact, we actually had a bit of a miscommunication with one of our data center uh, partners for Floatplane, where we specifically uh -huh. asked for uh, two critical pieces of infrastructure to be located two, in yeah. different racks. Sorry. It's more than two. Okay, sure. Multiple critical pieces of infrastructure to be located in separate racks. And the reason for that was that occasionally you can have a rack level outage. Yeah. And it was imperative that we not have all of those things go out at the same time for the health of the service. Now, that, that sort of thing is rare, but it does happen. So we got our request and they said, yeah, 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 sure, 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 sure. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Hours later, our poor infrastructure guys. I know AJ was working on it. Uh, did Jonathan touch this I don't as well? Think it was or? Hours later, the, the the timelines are weird, but but, but basically, yeah. <laughs> no, they, no, they I mean hours of work, uh, oh. Like, oh, like figuring out why something Quite was a... like weird. Yeah, so they're all in the same rack. We figure out they're all in the same rack. We say, why are they all in the same rack? They go, oops, we'll move them. They don't move them. We figure out that we have to order new ones because they're like water cooled into the rack. But it took a bunch like of work to figure the out rack. they were in oh, the same Jesus. rack because like, oh, it's not immediately obvious. Yeah. 
Like it's, yeah, when you're not on site. Yeah, yeah when you're physically yeah. there. Yeah, if you're yeah. there, you can look at it and go, oh, yeah, well, that's the LAN cable that's plugged into that or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. But when you're not on site, it, it's it's not immediately obvious from their identifiers that they are actually physically within the same rack. So then they follow up. They say they'll move it. Okay. We find out that they're in the same rack again. Uh, and then they follow up again. And what the did they say? Oh, we just have to like reorder them. Because they can't, they can't move them because they're water cooled into the rack. Oh, so they're like, they're gonna do a refund and they're gonna take care of us and stuff, and it's gonna be fine. Um, we're not going with anyone else. We've been working with them for a long time, uh -huh. so whatever. Uh -huh. But like, it's just. <laughs> but it shows you that in yeah. data centers, it wasn't even special. We didn't no. order a water cooled tier. Yeah. Ah. They just. That's just that was what their they're doing. You get water cooled. Yeah, they're yeah. just they're just that's what they're doing in that particular DC. They're water cooling the entire rack, and they they can't just or at least for that rack. They can't just slide uh, a, a rack unit out of it and go put it somewhere else. It's it's actually like plumbed into the rack. Mm. So yeah, in the data center, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see hundreds of water. I mean, man, some of the CPUs Intel is oh, yeah. doing for the data center are wild. Yeah. Well, the, the whole, uh, you know, changing of the data center power centers and the and the cooling, whole building cooling. Have you been there to see these things? They're incredible. Like They're the, really cool. With the giant fans at the end and they kind of I blow wish, passively through the whole thing. I wish we could get an actual, like, tour of a really high-end data yeah. center. But it's every single data center is just like... Yeah, but that's know, one does, suit. I'm talking like a full... You should. It's amazing. We, oh. They're hard to get into. Is yeah. that... Is that we have one engineering in, data center and um, like yeah. it's an SC yeah. I mean, one of the old SC buildings that used to be a fab that we've converted into a data center. We might be it able to get you in there. We might be able okay. To Another option would be pretty is sweet. um Luke. I don't want to fly to France. I do. But uh, <laughs> I miss travel. I used to meet you guys yes, all the time. Yes, I yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. I might as well I might as well just talk about this. So Shadow Tech um oh, reached out. Yeah. And they might be able to get us into a major data center, the one that we use. Oh, oh! In France, as part of what is this? As what is part this? of something. So uh, Shadow uses, um, I forget what it's called. GeForce Now, GeForce. What? What's the local streaming one? Help me. Oh, uh, the local streaming one. Yeah. So there's GeForce Now, which is the the cloud. Yeah, not one. the cloud one. And I don't know what they call the local streaming one. It's kind of always been a little bit of a less awesome thing so. it's kind of a hybrid between them because yeah. what they're essentially doing is they're using the local streaming one mm -hmm. but they're doing it over the internet interesting so it's not it's not cloud it's oh not i see run what you're by saying Nvidia. yeah so it's like peer-to-peer -peer? exactly mm -hmm. so you you connect over some kind of vpn yeah. that they've figured out like a nice low latency vpn and then you can game on your dedicated system yeah. with your dedicated gpu that yeah. was their model they ran into some bankruptcy trouble recently some investor something something uh the crypto mining shortages Ooh. apparently affected them a lot uh, i i don't know i'm sure that if we end up collaborating we'll get all the details and we'll we'll get that for you guys uh but yeah i mean i i am not gonna fly to france but maybe maybe we do uh Maybe Luke, you know, does a Euro Euro tour. That'd be sweet. We might end up not sending you. We might send someone else. I'm no, sorry, I'm not do promising it. anything. But uh, that would be that would <laughs> that, be super cool. That hurts. It seems like a big switch. That, that just that hurt. Because hey, hey, you want to like, go? I felt like that was go. You want to go? You want to go? You want to go? Yes. Because you don't host LTT videos anymore, so I don't know. I've always loved the the traveling. I've always loved shows. You know that. I'm not. I won't. I won't. Then this is that's my commitment. Yeah. Thank you, Luke. If we do the collab, then Luke will go. Nice. Hole in the chat. Let's see. I want to. I want to get. <laughs> I'd love to go with Luke, but I I don't know yeah. if I can. I mean, that would be fun. Let's do you, it. You would be fun. 
That'd be cool. Game stream. Is game stream. Yes. Game, game stream. stream. That's yes. the one. Yeah. Now, do you know uh, Nvidia had also a uh, co-play mode? Did you ever see that? Wait, what? Wait, I didn't know that. What's co-play? Wait a second. Uh, Maybe uh, I don't know nothing about no co-play. <laughs> I thought that was a thing. I, don't I think, think it was. It was a thing. See if, see if you can find co-play. Oh, now everybody's Googling now. Yeah. Nvidia co-play. Uh, is it a thing? I see cosplay. No, no, no. no, no. This cosplay. is cosplay. Co-play. Yeah, don't it's not a thing? Okay, well, don't I apologize. If anybody dresses like a yeah. graphics card. Uh, I don't know nothing about no co-play. What he, what he meant to say was cosplay. I, I meant yeah. to say there, there are people that have oh, cosplayed it does yes. as NVIDIA uh, graphics cards. Experience share. Yes. It looks oh. like it does. Ah, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, God. <laughs> I was starting to have a little detail, a little flashbacks here. With like, NVIDIA share. No, this isn't it. Okay, broadcast your gameplay with GeForce Experience Share. Press yeah. Alt Z to bring up the share overlay. What yes. is that? So it's pretty cool, actually. And uh, you can actually, uh, assuming this is what I remember it to be, you can actually uh, share your PC screen to a remote device, and they can do I.O. back to your game. So it effectively allows cooperative play and remote play on your PC. Interesting. There was another service I saw that did something like that, where it was like uh, uh, they they... It was. Uh, it's kind of like in. Um, uh, uh, you, you get like you can't get past this part of a game. You can you can hire a Sherpa. You can yeah, hire an expert to come no in. Way. Yes, yes. Yeah. that yes. was an actual. No, it's it, still an actual thing. Oh, of course it is. Of course yes. it is. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, go check it out. It's actually pretty cool. It never really took off because it's it's just kind of hard for people to get their heads around. Yeah, but I it's can a, see it's a that. good thing. It's and cool. there's also there's competing ways to do that. Like yeah. you can set it up through Steam. Yeah. Where you can play your Steam games remotely using mm -hmm. the same the same encoder now. I guess this is a perfect opportunity for you guys to talk then about video encoding. One of the things that enables these kinds of remote play experiences are the high-end hardware encoding engines that are built into modern GPUs. Because if we had to use software encode and decode for that matter on the host and the client device, you'd be looking at latency that even ignoring the internet would be too high to have a good gaming experience and the image quality would be terrible. It would be compressed to high hell. So one of the things that we already know that Intel Arc is really good at because we checked it out in a laptop recently mm -hmm. is encode and decode. Now, what I want to know, because I am a bit of an enthusiast, whether we're talking, yeah, uh, Twitch chat's talking about Parsec, which is another mm -hmm. really cool mm -hmm. software Ooh. for low latency remote gaming. Okay. And yeah. it's not Steam specific and is not locked into any like GeForce driver or anything like that. You can use it with AMD. You can use it with Intel. Mm. Um, I'm so, going to check that out. I've not heard it. So as an enthusiast for this kind of technology, this kind of remote play technology, I believe we were actually the first ones to ever do... Uh, did we get surround working when Steam, when Valve first launched their remote uh, streaming I remember process? working on this, but I honestly Yeah, we, we got either yeah. like 4K or surround working or something, and it was so janky and it was so... Uh, ridiculous that I was actually contacted by the developer from Valve who was working on the technology internally going, wow, I can't believe you tried that. I have one tiny cubicle. I don't even have enough monitors that are good enough to like try this. You're pushing the technology to the <laughs> limits, man. Keep going. Um, anyway, I love this stuff. So one of the things that I wanted to know was, can I expect an improvement in this kind of technology with the encode and decode engine that you guys have built into Arc? 
A hundred percent. Obviously, I mean, we've already talked that we support native AV1 encode for the first time. Yeah. So what's the advantage of AV1? Talk to me like I'm five. Okay. AV1 is... Because I still make mistakes about RAM bandwidth and latency, <laughs> so I'm clearly And you got an idiot. put in your place. I did. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Uh, AV1 is a next generation codec standard, so it, it basically reduces the bandwidth required for a high quality upload. And so if you encode to AV1, you can, you can kind of either push more bits of quality up to the cloud so you can have a higher quality uh, stream, mm -hmm. or you can reduce the bandwidth and kind of maybe reduce some of the jitter, reduce some of the stutter, and it's smaller file sizes if you're if you're recording right. locally. So AV1 is sort of like the future of what is encoding going to look like, and it's supported natively in hardware on all of our GPUs. Now, when you say supported natively in hardware, yes. I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand. It's just because you have hardware support for encoding uh, in a particular manner. That doesn't mean that your quality is as good as if you were to do it through software. Mm -hmm. So, and it also doesn't necessarily mean that it would be fast enough for a real-time application like game streaming. Yeah. Is it that good? It is great. Okay. It is great. And you're going to get to test it, right? You're going to, you're, uh, you're, you're going to basically. Yeah. So there's no point lying. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great. It's actually, <laughs> you guys remember QuickSync, right? QuickSync yes. has been awesome for forever. And this is using a lot of the similar media technology. But QuickSync hasn't seen the kind of support that we've seen for That's... other encoders. How, why do you guys, why do you guys suck at propagating QuickSync? Like, I remember we'd get these benchmarks in these like weird Chinese like DVD authoring suites. <laughs> and we'd be like, QuickSync's why, why amazing. <laughs> and then it takes Apple to go and popularize the concept of hardware encoding, accelerating you know mainstream applications like Final Cut, and all of a sudden everyone goes, "Wow, this is a great idea! Why did Intel suck so much at communicating the importance uh, of QuickSync?" You know, it's hard to put a name on it. I, I blame Ryan. I blame Ryan. Why? That doesn't mean I can't blame Ryan. It's I mean, come on. <laughs> it's sure. Uh, you know, I, I think what it comes down to is like it, it's all about software enabling, developer relations, all that, and Intel has. I'll like an unparalleled infrastructure for that. The the problem I, I think is that um, there were some complexities of things. It, it, QuickSync wasn't always turned on by default when you did a when you made a desktop system, right? Your integrated okay. graphics gets turned off, and and developers don't. They're like, well, if, if I, not why, there, why, why am I, why am I to working to, on this project if that's not the case, right? And I remember we had very specific discussions as we were launching. Uh, uh, 10th or 11th gen about the we were you know QuickSync is super important. We need to tell motherboard vendors you need to leave the default cannot be off anymore. The default needs to be that integrated graphics stays on because that's what enables the media engines right. to be accessible. And there's no good reason to have right. it off. Not right. anymore. It doesn't take like, any power. Really. Years and years ago, you might make the case that it was you know compatibility multiple drivers. Yeah, yeah. But like when Windows handles multiple vendor drivers all the time, so if you had an Nvidia or Radeon card, you could still have really all work. And, and it's all it well integrated. Fine. Or now. an art yeah. card. Now, but someday, not someday, someday soon. And that, but now when you do that, when you have an arc card, right, you get, you, we can take advantage of both engines, right? So, uh, I know Raja has talked about it a little bit. We haven't talked about it recently, but we have, uh, I think it's called stream assist, mm -hmm. which is an idea that if you have an arc card in your system and you have a, a, a CPU with oh. integrated graphics, you can actually use the integrated graphics quick sync encode engine to handle all the encode operations. Mm-hmm. And, 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 keep, and offload the your GPU. Right? That's a big problem, actually, particularly when you're running very demanding games. Like, you've probably run into this. You stream. So, yeah, uh, NVENC is amazing. It's 
uh, outstanding. It's been the industry leader for basically since it was implemented. Yeah. But when you're playing a heavy game and you're trying to encode, you can sometimes run into issues where either the encoder will get overloaded or you will drop significant frames. And a yeah. lot of games these days, we, we've moved away from RTSs mm -hmm. for the most part. So a lot of games these days are GPU bound, not CPU bound. So you run into that a lot. That's actually a pretty cool idea and might be the first genuine example of someone trying to marry <laughs> integrated and discrete graphics. We in are of all AMD over that. trying over and over no, and no, over no. and over again. So there's a whole collection of technologies that we have called Deep Link. Yes. And I, I I think we've described Deep Link a little bit, but it's the concept of how can we use all the power of that integrated CPU, which has graphics, and now connect Arc graphics to it. What are the leverages there? And there's lots of them. Right. And it's it's going to become very very common that you'll see features on Arc that are only activated when it's coupled with an Intel CPU. It's going to be very yeah, Stream cool. Assist is one of those, and then um, uh, like Hyper Hyper Encode. Hyper Encode uses the the. Uh, the encode engines on the integrated and the encode engines on the discrete arc graphics and it will I think I think encode it's twice, 60 yeah. you know 60 percent faster, faster something like that Got right it. now tell me something is there a technical limitation that would prevent this quick sync assist from working with an Nvidia or an AMD card because in my humble opinion it would be a good guy move and it would be extremely positive press for intel very open standard style to to get some mind share and some awareness within the streaming community which by the way is really influential i mean a great example of this is the recently defunct artesian builds which i had never even heard of <laughs> i had no idea they existed until they screwed over a small streamer with a prize went absolutely supernova uh, steve from gamers nexus has it. actually talked i saw it a lot about artesian builds and <laughs> and and we all discovered that they were actually running an enormous operation what they have like 40 employees 60 employees or something like that apparently oh. i don't know the the last video is something like a 20 million dollar business yeah like they were running yeah, a, this big. enormous yeah. operation their only way they marketed as far as i could tell was Twitch. streaming building mm. machines and then sponsoring as many tiny streamers as they could with these with these gaming rigs and and they turned it into this enormous freaking business so wow. if i can if i can put pressure on you guys in a very public forum uh we've got <laughs> almost twenty thousand people watching right now by the way say wow. hi hi twenty thousand uh, people thank you guys very much for tuning in i would like to see intel try to take a very open approach to their technology because if i was a streamer and all i ever knew was geforce or all I ever knew was Radeon, which is less common in the streaming space because of NVENC, if all of a sudden you guys were to get your foot in the door and go, hey, you probably already have an Intel CPU. We have this really great feature that you're gonna like that is gonna save you from those encoding overload errors. It's gonna save you from any kind of, kind of FPS drop when you're, uh, when you're running a particularly demanding game. Mm -hmm. um, all of a sudden, they're sitting there going, okay, I'm using this Intel branded technology. It's helping me with my game streaming. And I think in terms of mindshare, that could be extremely helpful. I think that's a fair point. Let, let us go look at that. And I actually, I'm not gonna say it already, but I think it may work. But I, I think we need to go look at it because what's I think happening is most of those GPUs are turned off in the bias, mm -hmm. but uh, but we can take it and go, look, I'll, I'll give you an update. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where I'm thinking about this, not from an Intel needs to market better standpoint necessarily, that's my pitch to you guys, yeah. but from a, hey, I want technology to work better yeah. standpoint. It's it's a very fair request. It is. And it is. And, 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 and yeah, and, and you know what? Honestly, there's nothing that offends me more than being treated like I'm not a good enough customer. Um, when I bought my AirPods Pro, Apple basically said, well, f 
you. You don't need a battery meter. You have an Android. I saw you reaching for it. You don't need to. You don't need to be able to update your firmware, because you didn't buy enough Apple products. You can only update your firmware with this thing with an iPhone. Is that right? That is correct. You cannot update the firmware by plugging in a, a lightning port and plugging mm. it into mm. a PC, PC right? through iTunes or whatever. They did not create a way to do that. And they did that because I am not worthy enough. I didn't buy enough Apple products and I don't like it. I think it's arrogant and I think it's extremely so anti-consumer. To move back from Apple, uh, I, have I, some... I think you're worthy. I want you to I know that I think you're worthy too. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. Yeah. Your whole family loves you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good enough uh, and I'm, I'm smart enough and gosh darn it, people like me. There's an old reference. Uh, three pin power connector, three pin connector next to the power connectors. Yep. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, are uh, you able to talk about that? Yeah, yeah it's fine. Uh, this three pin sure. connector on the card is the Can you uh, show it to cable. The uh, maybe they're uh, not really going to be able to see it. There's a small home. three pin connecting. We can't see it. It's, it's too dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is the USB oh. connection to Ooh, uh, control the RGBs. Yeah. So yeah. You, the, the, it will come with, actually, here, it will come with this cable. Right, that connects yeah. there. Now, I noticed that's in, a super weird it's USB, a USB cable. header. Yes, it goes uh, to it a header on a motherboard. It doesn't have all four pins in it. You don't need four. Really? Yeah, because the card has already got power. Oh, it's power. already got power. Yeah. 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 I've never seen anybody do that, though. Even well, on a powered device, that is a super yeah, weird implementation. It is. We're weird, we're weird dudes, man. <laughs> we're weird dudes. We do weird things. Get used to it. I'm smart enough. And people like me, damn it. <laughs> All right, Mr. Smalley. <laughs> the, quote, the quote was close. Close. The, the next it's question, and this one handicap. comes with, uh, with uh, I think, probably a few daggers from the person who asked it. But um, are there any cutoffs or limitations or anything like that that are put in place uh, somewhat artificially in order to separate and not compete from enterprise SKUs? Yeah. Ooh. I want to know that because what that's something skews? that has offended me a lot on the NVIDIA side. The way that I have wanted to or be able to virtualize my GPU course basically since I learned virtualization was a thing and found out that it is the coolest technology that no consumer realizes if, that they use every day. It's turned off on GeForce, right? It's turned off on GeForce. If you guys can do that on here, he's going to make a bunch of videos about it. Yeah, I okay. sure will. I guarantee. Okay. So <laughs> I the, sure the, will. The, the, the GP, I know the GPU supports the virtualization. as part of the product that we, I think we still talk about it as Arctic Sound, right? Mm -hmm. Which is the data center version of this. Uh, it, it does mm -hmm. virtualization. I don't know if it is enabled in the in the client version. Yeah, we're a little bit ignorant on that, but I hear you. I'll okay, you know I hear you because it's one of those things where the reality of it is, I, I don't even. I think this is one of those cases where I can meet you halfway. You know, when uh, when Titan was first introduced, uh -huh. I think that was actually a pretty reasonable olive branch and turned into such a successful product line that. NVIDIA completely forgot what the purpose for it ever was, which was the less cut down FP64 yep. performance, right? They completely forgot what the point of the product ever was and just turned it into a Halo gaming skew. But, but I accepted that olive branch of, hey, it's not quite a Quadro. It's not quite a G-Force. It's something else. It's a Titan. If, if, if you guys were to go back to the product team and say, hey, um, you know, what if we... What if we compromise 
What if it's not quite a data center skew because we don't necessarily want data centers just buying up all of our retail inventory because that works great when the crypto miners do it. So I'm sure, sure it'll yeah. work awesome yeah. when the data center guys do it. Um, you know, we do need to retain some kind of uh, differentiation because there is additional, that's the thing you guys got to understand. There is additional validation and additional software and hardware engineering that goes into creating features that consumers frankly don't care about and will never use. Mm -hmm. And somebody has to pay for it. And when those somebodies are not tens or hundreds of millions of gamers, but rather dozens or hundreds of enterprise companies, well, the cost has to go up a lot. Yes. That's just the way it works. That's business. Otherwise, <laughs> we wouldn't have these features existing at all. Yeah. So I get it, but I'd love to see a compromise skew. Well, like, let me, let me I, I just want to say, I think that's a fair ask. But right now we have just so much going on getting into the market. And I, I, I feel like I can be patient. Yeah. Just give us a little time. We have got a tremendous uh, consumer gaming card sure. and we've got actually data, data, data center parts that we're launching as well. And on our next generation, I would say there's going to be time to think about how do we, how do sure. we kind of segment this a little bit better? EDD 666999 says, yeah, NVIDIA and 10 bit color was a, was a great example uh, of this uh, kind of artificial differentiation mm -hmm. for a very for too long hmm. and when they finally launched it consumers were super happy and guess what quadros still sell yeah even though they don't call them quadros anymore because wait a second they don't call them quadro anymore no what do they call them you didn't know that it's just a6000 it's oh, just called nvidia quadro got killed? it is the stupidest when did that thing happen? ever see this is what i'm talking about how did i miss the naming problem how did i miss this yeah. every because everyone still calls it's, it and quadro they, and they're not and they're not tesla anymore either because right? nobody understands the branding ah. why would you take a solid well understood brand and just crap on it so that nobody understands what your product is it's just it's asinine i, I can't fathom it hmm. so uh, we've had a lot of people in chat say that they would buy it if it supported virtualization uh a non-zero amount of those people being our our own staff uh <laughs> so i i threw up a poll <laughs> there, there's there's a few uh so i threw up a poll just asking if uh if people would buy it if it had the support and 84 percent said yes and nice. you know this is the kind of thing that's super important to advocate for internally because those 84 percent of people people literally is 144 people that's it it's nothing right it's a drop in the bucket for a company like intel honestly it's a drop in the bucket for a company like us if 144 of our subscribers were like we're not going to watch your videos anymore we'd be very sad yeah and business would continue as usual that's the very next day unaffected except that these are micro influencers these are the people who recommend to their friends who yeah. recommend to their friends these are the the point of contact for so many families or friend networks where they learn about you know who's the good guys in the industry who is doing I, things that matter I, I don't think you get any argument from us on the value of those individuals and their opinions and point of view and, and internally we we have all kinds of designations you know hardware elders is a term that gets used people who are <laughs> oh, really hardware, hardware elders elder. is a term which is like i like that you know, like the, it, the, yeah. the, like the, a respected the, the wise old lion on the, on the mountain right yeah. that like understands everything <laughs> except and, ram and, yeah. Except, yeah except, <laughs> except, except latency <laughs> um and it's, so we we see the value of, of that group i think what tom's saying is let, let's we can go ask the questions and see uh, but I think you want us to focus on, hey, get this out yes. as the best do, gaming do product you possibly that, do yeah. first. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, 
But I think it's Let's good to know again now, in the right? B series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah we've got to define sure. things now. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you have to be thinking about this stuff because the last thing you want is to draw a line in the sand today that's like... We're never going to do it. Never! <laughs> you know, and then and then end up having to deal with the backlash of drawing yeah. the line in yeah. the first place. Yeah. Sure. And then have to create, a, have to dispel a bunch of then myths about how your product doesn't do it when you yes. ultimately do reverse course. Yes. Uh, and you know that's a lot of work. Yes. How many media tours have you had to do where you have to explain like, you know, oh, well, no, we don't actually have that banding anymore. We've got proper 10-bit support on GeForce. Uh, it's it's a little awkward. Yeah, it's, it's a ton of work. Um, all right. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to go over for us while you're while you're talking to the peeps out there? Hmm. I, you know, I, I, I don't think so. I think, um, you know, my, my view on this is really... Uh, the next, we'll say, couple of months is going to be super interesting. We're gonna okay. we're gonna talk directly to uh, the gaming community. We're gonna talk directly to to to, to groups like you guys, and, and we wanna we wanna start to tell the story of what this is. Talk about the performance. Talk about the intricacies. Be very honest and truthful and transparent about where we stand with certain game titles or certain functions. And the discussions we had today and a follow up of like your HP notebook yeah. review. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We we're like we're it's not a great outcome of that review but i'd say the outcome for us is that people pay attention oh my yeah, god we, yes that was a great review we, for us actually it was a it, shitty it woke it was, some things oh, sorry, up. sorry it was a uh 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 review for that system but in terms of getting us to yes. pay attention i think that was yes. a, a big step forward. and to be clear the two people in this room with me are not the people that weren't paying attention but big companies sometimes have communication challenges and honestly we're at the scale now where we sometimes run into these things mm -hmm. yeah, yeah we had we had an incident last week i think it was where something got put into a video that was offensive to a particular group of people and all of a sudden like i i, I hadn't i hadn't seen, i didn't review the video i didn't like i don't approve every joke we tell right. you know uh, or or every uh, you know like random text insertion in 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 our content and you know that's and sometimes it takes whether it's a member of the public or whether it's a member of the press to come in and raise those flags so that the right people mm -hmm. are paying attention to 100%. them and so i mean i've always said that we give intel a lot of heat we give them a lot of flack you know whether it's the famous walking in the rain video that oh, it's yes i know ruffled some feathers <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> or whether it's the follow-up where I literally <laughs> pretended to be being held hostage by Intel with a literal gun to my head. It's all which good. I know ruffled some feathers for sure. You know, we've definitely given Intel a lot of flack, but one of the things that Intel has over the 10 years now that we've been working with them as an independent media company, uh, the one thing Intel has done well is they've taken their lumps, taken their wins, and worked with us regardless. They've understood that whether they like it or not, that's our role. Tell the truth. We have to, because yeah. otherwise, when you guys release a great product and we say it's great, no one's gonna believe it. Yeah, I, I totally get it. And every time that we we do that with another company and they don't handle it well, we get to point at Intel and be like, look, they do it well. Uh -huh. Why don't you act All more right. like them? I've right. actually well, done it a lot of times. Really? It's literally happened multiple times. Is that times. true? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, they have a, they have a, they have some, They've got some stuff to learn about growing up. 
Like they, you know, yeah, they've got a lot of growing up to do. If they can't handle criticism, then basically what that means to me is they don't really want to make their products better. Right. Because there's there's a lot of companies where whether it's just the PR reps or whether it's actually a culture that goes all the way to the top where they actually do value a negative review. A I, critical, I, I, I do. A just critical so you know. review. There's no question. Oh, well, I know. I know you do. I know you do. And we do. We do. But sometimes, you know, it's... Uh, it's hard to sell that as beneficial internally, and I know that. I oh, mean, sure. I had a, I had a particularly big blow up with uh, your previous company uh, over um, a critical review that wasn't even on my channel. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, with, with, <laughs> uh, with the whole hardware unboxed situation. Oof. And, you know, that was an example of whether it was an individual or whether it was a group of individuals, whether it came from leadership, I'm not going to speculate and you're not going to say anything. I'm it's definitely weird. not going to say yeah, anything. Yeah, that would be for the best. Um, <laughs> there, was, there was a complete misunderstanding of what the value of media is and why they engage with us. There was this, there was this calculus that was being done for the, the cost, the actual bill of materials cost of a review sample versus the marketing benefit of the finished review. <laughs> and I was like, this is not how this works at all. <laughs> I, I have a question about the launch for both of you sure, guys. Sure, uh, sure. This launch was... was Luke keeping us on topic. Quite, I like he that. is. He brings us right back. Drive right? it back in. Um, this launch was quite abnormal. Um, China launching with your lower skew, stuff like that. Can you guys talk about the thought process there sure. or anything? Um, well, Linus, you found out today that we have some sensitivities in the design, especially things around rebar, right? Resizable bar. Resizable bar. Yeah, and so, not like concrete reinforcement. Yeah, and so uh, the I mean, framing maybe, for maybe the both. Car. Yeah, so, so some <laughs> of our thinking was, let's try to restrict the platform set that we're going after. And so that was where the, the idea came with, well, why don't we do system integrators first? And effectively, we can control the motherboard that these guys get plugged into. We make sure everything's perfect. But I got to tell you, we've learned a lot. I would, I don't think we would do this again. That particular cycle, I don't think. Yeah. We, I don't know. And and what no. what what we've also learned is that you know things are not going to stay small. Things are going to go big. Oh yeah. And 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 so I think all of this learning has said, let's just kind of move forward, right? And we're gonna we're gonna say we're gonna get samples of the A380 into into the hands of press here in the United States and and Europe that want it, and we're just gonna you know be be open and transparent. Did you just say here in the United States? I'm sorry, here in Canada. <laughs> Apologize. Oh, Canada. Okay, all right. I give. I give again, you. We're like twenty <laughs> minutes from the border. I don't yeah, know if yeah, we get to. Yeah, no, up. you're definitely definitely Canada. <laughs> yeah. So uh, going forward, though, what's really interesting is you, we keep talking about launch as if that's yeah. a moment in time, and I really think that's almost old thinking because there's there's not right. really a launch per se anymore mostly fair enough where we kind of like build up we get everybody together we all sit in a room we talk to you for two hours or two days and yeah. then and then we're done and you go home and that's not going to happen this time right so right. so think of it like we are starting to work with you and we're working with others and we're telling our story sort of episodically and, sure and i think that's going to be much more appropriate for where we are today like how do we consume media today i think as well to, to throw you Launching guys in progress yeah. work in progress yeah. Yeah, to throw you guys a bone too. I think this, like, I don't know what you'd call it, sort of tour Roundtable. that you guys are doing. Yes, because it's not just us. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I think that is actually a very good idea hmm. uh, because, like, this is very different mm -hmm. than what we saw previously. Yep. The the tone and conversation needs to change a little bit. Yeah, and having you guys come out directly, I think was thank you, Luke. Really I appreciate that. Yeah. It's not often that people say nice things to us. <laughs> <laughs> They're hanging out with this guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's very yeah, rare. Sure it's very rare. Very rare. <laughs> um, okay, so. So the 
the last my my kind of last word is the reason that I care so much about Intel entering the discrete GPU space is because it has been very clear to me that while AMD has absolutely had a presence at times, uh, we all had a good laugh about some of the AMD GPUs that we have on our shelf <laughs> and how utterly irrelevant they were. Um, they, they didn't participate. They were actually very professional Intel representatives. I laughed. I laughed. We all laughed. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because they've released SKUs that were essentially just, crazy. we have, we have some, some crazy chips yeah. and we have no idea what to do with these done a, a run of cards and then they've just completely disappeared from the market and gamers sometimes and like almost alike, none of them too yeah gamers like and press alike short are left going what just what, what just happened? happened what happened so from my point of view <laughs> the discrete gpu market has essentially been a monopoly for a very very long time and i it's want exciting. I am rooting for Intel to come in, not necessarily because I'm even going to run an Arc GPU. I'm making no commitments about that whatsoever. But what I want is a true viable other option for gamers. I want something to disrupt the monopoly, and I want you guys to come in and be the good guy. I want you to play the underdog in a way that I don't think Intel's really accustomed to doing. It's, it's uh, and very how, true. Has that been difficult culturally there? Um. I don't know. I don't know if I would consider it difficult, right? I think you have, you have to get some of the people on the teams in a little bit of a different mindset, right? But but it's actually empowering them because we always feel like this this tour, this kind of serial launch, this episodic launch thing is a is something you do when you're when you're the underdog, yeah, when you're scrappy, you're right? And you're like if, you're if fighting. you're if you're launching 13th gen, whatever. Right. Yeah. Crank the crank. You've done it twelve you, times. You've before. done this a bunch. You know you're the, you're you're already the leader. You know you're going to be the leader the next time. You know, you yeah. just you just do it right. And so it's it's actually uh, opened up options for us as the graphics group to come out and do things different. Like we we're just open. Like how many times did in our discussions here today, you ask us a question and Tom and I are like. Just, yeah, just answer do it. it. Yeah, just, yeah, do just it. answer it, right? Yeah. Like because I, I we like I remember saying, "Can we show blah blah blah?" I'm like, um, I guess, yeah, sure you sure. can. Yeah, you know. All right. Well, hey, thank you guys very much for being here. It was awesome. Um, thank you. Linus. I think this is where you guys get to go get some dinner. Thank you. Hey, sir. we actually get to like handshake. <laughs> I love it. Each other in person. Time. Yeah, really it's great to see you too. I don't know what the right. How, is there a clean way to exit? No, no, no. While no, you're, no, you're gonna no? Have to walk okay, right in front right. of the camera. Yeah. Goodbye, all everybody. Right, Thanks. See you, hey, see you guys. See ya. Bye, guys. Drive safe. Bye, uh, safe travels and all Bye. that good stuff. Bye. And I think now is a perfect time to mention that apparently you can actually buy that shirt that Ryan was wearing. It is $63.15, according to Dark24 in the Floatplane chat. I Oh, it's on the Intel store. I am bringing this up. Uh, no, it's discounted to $56.80. I don't know if you're aware of this, but there it is. There it is on the wow. theintelstore.com, which I did not even know was a thing. It's called the Intel Arc Raven jersey. There you go. All right. So yeah. <laughs> see you later. Yeah. I don't know how many of those you guys are going to actually sell based on um, <laughs> Ryan's appearance here. They have eight. They have eight in stock. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, well... Um, I honestly think they're going to be gone. <laughs> fewer than eight. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into our sponsors, and then we've got some really big announcements for you guys, as well as a bunch of topics that we didn't really get to because that I told them 20 minutes, and we ended up talking for over an Dude, hour. Dude, I, I should have just shook your hand and left with them. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the end of the day, right? <laughs>
Thanks to Mint Mobile for sponsoring today's show. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a family. And at Mint, family started just two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Cut your wireless bill to just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash wanshow. Thanks to Gusto for sponsoring today's show. Let's face it, owning a business is hard, and dealing with tedious administrative tasks such as HR, payroll, or employee benefits is time-consuming. That's why Gusto is here to help. Gusto offers all-in-one payroll and HR for growing businesses, with features such as full-service payroll and benefits to team management tools and more. They even help with the hard stuff, such as filing payroll taxes, compliance, and new state tax registration. It makes it easy to support your hardworking team in just one intuitive platform. Join more than 200,000 new and growing businesses that are using Gusto to build a great workplace for their employees. Right now, Gusto is offering our listeners three months free at gusto.com slash WAN. Get easy payroll, benefits, HR, and a happier team by going to gusto.com slash WAN for a three months free. That's G-U-S-T-O dot com slash W-A-N. And finally, thanks to NordSec for sponsoring today's show. If you keep up with the tech news, you know that hackers are always looking for new ways to compromise everything from tech giant servers to grandma's computer. Thankfully, Nord Security's protection package is here to help you protect your files, devices, and personal data online. Like NordPass, a password manager that helps you generate unique passwords across your devices and browsers. Or NordLocker, a powerful file encryption and sharing service that's a great alternative to Google Drive. Cybercrime is everywhere these days, so make sure you're taking precautions while you surf the web. Right now, you can get one month free on all Nord products when you go to nordsecurity.com slash WAN. So what are you waiting for? Head to nordsecurity.com slash WAN or click the link in the show notes. What do you want to talk about first? Um, I want to talk about our events. Yeah, I guess we should do that. We have that, some hey? big updates like kind of across the board. If I deviate from the script, I think I will actually... Uh, Nick Light threatened to kick me in the teeth. I think I have a, a James Bond pass. A what? A license to kill. Oh, did he talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> we are doing a pop-up shop. The LTT backpack is here. Uh, Dan, are you still here? Do, do you want to grab those backpacks? They're behind you. The, oh. Oh, they were hiding. They're black. Okay. These are top of production first off the line units it's here but in very very limited quantities there will be 250 pieces available tomorrow it will not be online it's one backpack per person and it is in person only um are we announcing the address right now I guess we should, right? Uh, if it's in the dock, just say what's in the dock. Say what's in the dock. Just say what's in the dock. Is this address right? This doesn't look right. Um, it is also on Twitter, so you are fine. It, to say it the looks address. correct. Uh, that's six digits. That's too long. Oh, is it unit one hundred and eleven or something? Oh no, it's unit six. Okay, 
Uh, well, I'm very nervous about this. I think one of the 11s at the beginning is not there. I'm going to check on... Yeah, that would be great if yeah. you could just double check will... that. Yeah. Okay, anyway, it's going to be in Richmond, B.C. on Anasis Island. Uh, the pop-up is around the back of the unit by the bay doors, not where Google will direct you. This is not a meetup or a meet and greet. It's an opportunity to be one of the first 250 people to buy the LTT backpack. Luke and I are not going to be there. If you're not able to make it, don't worry. I am going to explain why we are doing this. There's a business reason for doing this. It actually cost us, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of $60 to $70 per unit to have these 250 air shipped from the factory to us here. So the rest of them, well, they're in production. They're going to be shipped overseas, but it's going to take a while. The problem is that we have had some cash flow challenges, and this is a way for us to solve them without compromising our principles, which is that we don't believe that people should pre-order something entirely sight unseen from, you know, essentially you're like, we've never made a backpack before, right? Like we're not talking, this is the the refreshed version of a thing you already had and already liked. So we're, we're, we're trying to, uh, ooh, are we deviating from the... So what we're doing is we are, we air shipped in these units that we're not going to make nearly as much money on. We're still making some margin. We're not like losing our shirts here or anything like fun. that. But we air shipped in 250 units. We are going to sell them in person at the pop-up shop, which is at 11411 Blacksmith Place, unit number six in Richmond. And once people have bought it, they can leave a review. They can share their completely independent thoughts on it. At that time, it will not become a pre-order. It will become a back order, and we will open up web orders. So you will be able to get in line. So, so there will be legitimate 250 legitimate potential reviews from actual customers that actually own the product, yes. are able to bring it home, are able to throw stuff in it, bring it to school. Like people might not review it, the second they buy it, because no, they haven't I used it yet. So reviews are going to come up after people use it for maybe a week or two or whatever. But we need time to get stock anyways, so it doesn't yes. matter. Uh, people are asking scalper protections, uh, one per customer, and it's in person. Uh, it'll be fine. I'm not expecting people to. I'm not expecting people to scalp the backpack. There's only so um, much you can do about scalp. Yeah, and it's happening tomorrow morning. We are intentionally giving people like 15 hours of notice. What what does this work out to? Yeah, it'll be at 10 from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. It'll be 324.99 Canadian plus tax, and it'll be again at 11 411 Blacksmith Place, Unit Number Six in Richmond. It's also on Twitter, like Luke said. Um, oh, okay. Nick says back orders will start shipping around the end of August, pending any shipping delays, which are very common right now. And when you are there, you will have the option to buy some other LTT gear and carry it away in your backpack. If for whatever reason, we don't have any backpacks left, um, which I think is unlikely, we intentionally didn't give people a ton of notice so that they don't you know, drop everything they're doing and book a you, flight or something like that's not what we want happening here. You think we're not going to sell them all tomorrow? I think it's I think it's possible. I think it's also possible that we could have sold five times as many. It's it's impossible for me to gauge stuff like this. I have no idea. Um, but we wanted to hedge our. We wanted to err on the side of not giving people a ton of notice, not doing it as a meetup or 
offering any other incentive for anybody to be there because uh, there isn't a ton of parking. Like it's it's very small, very unofficial. Um, but while you're there, you will have the option to buy other LTT gear. And if there isn't a backpack at the very least, you can pick something else up and there'll be no shipping, but it's only for those two hours, 10 a.m. to noon. No cash, by the way. Someone asked about cash. It is it is all in Canadian because it's, we're putting up a location. Yeah, I think legally we have to accept Canadian dollars. There's technically ways around it, oh, but we are not doing those. Um, okay. Because it's an online store, blah, 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 blah. But it's it's going to be in Canadian. It's going to be in person and no cash. It's just just cards. No screwdriver will not be there to no. those of you asking. Screwdriver is not ready yet. <laughs> like the design is done. I actually got to show it to uh, to Tom and Ryan which was pretty fun because they were like, wow, this has been like a long time in the, in the making. And I'm like, yeah, two and a half years. They're like, oh, wow. <laughs> but what was really cool was one of the things we're going to do for the screwdriver pop-up, which we are planning, is we're going to have competing drivers there. Yeah. Whether it's from Vera, Klein, Snap-on, we're going to have tons of competing drivers. And uh, so we actually have those already. We bought them. Because uh, they weren't going to send them to us <laughs> for yeah, this. Yeah, and no so doubt. I was able to give them the one golden unit we have, the one final unit we have with all the fixes applied, and all these other drivers and be like, so, what do you think? <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it, ah, but ah, I'm bullish ah. on the launch. I'll say that much. All right. Uh, when will the backorder open? I don't think we have finalized exactly when backorders will open, but if you've already signed up for an like an in-stock notification, you will receive a notification that we are taking backorders. So the, that tool is not super granular. So it's just going to be like 54,000 emails or whatever yeah. at once. Yeah. If you well, get that yeah. email, place your order because... Otherwise, there is literally a snowball's chance in hell that you are getting one of the first cut. Like, if you want something for back to school, um, you you got to get on the first wave. You make sure you're going to need to be on the first order. I think they're going to be spaced out either a few weeks or a month apart after that, each 10,000 units. Um, so if you if you have something that you can limp along with for the first like week of school or something like that, but you want to have it for 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 the, the start of the year ish i'm not promising it'll actually be there start of the year um then you're going to want to be on that first wave all right people ask what about bots there are no bots it is in person it's in person it's in person cannot buy it online there's you have there's... to buy it with your face being there yeah we will not give you a second one it's yeah. very simple yeah <laughs> all right what else do you want to talk about uh the other event updates oh do we have updates on the other event whale land there's a sneak peek of the event page which is oh really not actually that interesting oh okay well i'm gonna bring it up anyway but it's there oh the logo my looks cool. god this logo the logo is awesome Sarah. okay yeah the, <laughs> uh, so i did mean the page not the logo the page oh. is just kind of sort of i mean it's a oh thing as a map i guess but the logo is super legit Oh, wow. Okay. We're yeah. doing merch with that logo, right? I would certainly hope so. Yeah, I believe we are. Whale I'm not land. certain, though. Oh, uh, man. 
But yeah, updates for for Whale Land. There's a current event map. There's that sneak peek of the event page, which shows their super cool logo. Whoa, event um, map? I want to see the event map. I haven't even seen this. Is it any good? Tickets will go on sale Tuesday at 12 p.m. next week. We'll send out links to the event page on social media and the forum before tickets go live. Full ticket details will be available on the event page prior slash during ticket sales. The regular ticket will be 100 Canadian dollars. The whale ticket. The whale ticket. TBD. Gonna be a lot. Uh, the whole point is that it's a... A whale ticket. The yeah. numbers I've heard thrown around internally are not hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. But regular tickets, they get, they get you quite a bit. I don't see exact details about what they get you here in regards to like deck, desk space and stuff like that. So I won't say them, but I will say... What I've seen so far specked out is a lot more than what you get at a normal land. Um, By the so way, cool. massive shout outs. Ubiquity, FS.com, and Infinite Cables. Uh, those guys have actually sponsored Absolutely. us the gear that we need to run the event. Uh, Ubiquity sent over 20 network switches. We are going to get 10 gig to each desktop switch. So we're going to have l almost full gig to every user, Super which cool. is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, kind of cool. Um, FS.com sent all the transceivers that we need to connect them, including some long-distance transceivers because we're going to be going all the way from this building to that one for internet. <laughs> There's going to be a video about that, I guarantee it. And Infinite Cables sent literally thousands of feet of Ethernet patch cables. So massive, massive shout-out to those guys. Really excited. Where is this page? There's, there's just a picture of it. Yeah, it's so. just a picture of it. Yeah. Tickets. Did you say when tickets will go on sale? Yep. Tuesday, 12 p.m. Yeah. And this one you can fly out for. Like this one, yeah, we're accepting online orders for tickets. Oh, someone in Floatplane chat said if the price isn't $6,969, we will riot. And that's oh. a pretty good idea. Yeah. Well, there's also $6,942. Yeah. That's not bad either. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Good. We'll see, guys. We're we're definitely gonna. So the point is not to rip off land. The point is whale land. So one of the challenges is coming up with enough value add to justify charging that kind of price for a. There's ticket. some really cool ideas, but it's gonna be unattainable for the vast majority of people, which is why regular ticket, while still not like the cheapest thing to do in a world, it's a three day event, and like we have to rent all this, all these tables, and well, it's like all this two days. Stuff with like it, it bridges three days it does but yeah. it's a two-day event i just want to clarify that okay yeah there's not much event event happening outside of three days. the two days yeah. yeah it happens over three days he's yeah. right yes all right all right what's next um your favorite topic of the night oh no Maybe? really do we have to talk about that i think it's a fine fine i'm just it's to bring up. it's just depressing uh, Unity acquires Iron Source, an ad tech company. Uh, the CEO of Unity, let me see here. Unity CEO, John Risitilo. John. John. I've heard his last name said before, but I, I don't remember how to say it. Um, he's a, he used to be EA CEO from 2007 to 2013. Uh, he has called people who make games for art instead of profit before the most beautiful pure and brilliant people and he's also called them some of the biggest fucking idiots that exist so 
he's an interesting person um and he's he's running the show over there and he's integrating this ad company iron source which isn't just a random ad company because iron source has been caught doing lots of super 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 shady things in the past um they are logged on a bunch of like malware tracking websites uh they've done really shady like uh click jacking stuff they're they're like not exactly um the most clean you know ad company out there um iron source uh so this also comes with them laying off uh we don't know how many people unity says just over 200 people or about four percent of its formal former staff um but staff are saying it's more than that and people are guessing that it's around three to four hundred people so who knows um so they laid off a bunch of people bought this company uh, they've also been buying a ton of other companies because that is absolutely what you uh, do when you lay people off. The way to go in gaming right now is buy all the other companies. Gaming is consolidating as hard as it possibly can right now. It's brutal. Um, oh, did it not work? <laughs> Apparently not. Don't worry about it. Awesome. Um, we should really just get go go XLRs. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so they they recently bought Ziva Dynamics in January, a digital character creator, uh, Pixis Software, a data handling company, Speedtree, an environment developer, Parsec, the whole remote desktop thing that we were talking about earlier in the show is now owned by Unity, uh, Weta Digital, a VFX platform, and Sync Sketch, a collaboration tool maker. They have bought all of those uh, fairly recently. So they're trying to be uh, like Microsoft and Sony cool. and everybody else. Well, that's good for the industry. Yeah, awesome. Um, all right. Well, I don't know what this means for the future of Unity. I mean, bad o- things. Overall, Unity's perception in the gaming industry has still been pretty good. I mean, until now. But yeah, this this could just be the first in a in a series of horrible moves. Only time will tell. Yeah, Unreal's dropping Unreal Five and like changing what people see as the future of video games, uh, fidelity wise, and un- Unity is trying to give you more ads. Yeah, um, which is neat, I guess. Pretty cool. Uh, Sony announces PlayStation Star's loyalty program. This is launching apparently later this year and is free to join. And you can earn rewards by completing campaigns and activities. So an example would be a monthly check-in campaign that requires you to play just any game to receive a reward. Kind of smacks of desperation, but okay, here we go. There's other campaigns and activities, including competing in tournaments, earning specific trophies, or being the first player in a particular time zone to platinum a blockbuster title. That's cool. PlayStation Plus members earn more rewards than non-subscribers and it does not replace Sony Rewards. The idea was to create a program that honors the role PlayStation may have had in someone's life. Well, that's a really weird note. What I have lofty, no idea what that what means. What a lofty goal. It's named what after stars because stars are apparently unbound and limitless. Okay. Lining up with Sony's slogan, play has no limits. All right. Frankly, this is feeling kind of cringe. This is weird. Uh, All PlayStation Stars members will have the opportunity to earn loyalty points, and they can redeem them in a catalog which may include PSN wallet funds and select PlayStation Store products. So in-game achievements essentially now have real value tied to them. Is it a matter of time until you can buy achievements? So we have a cash achievement store that you can then redeem for, for PSN wallet funds. And then, oh my goodness. And all I... the currencies are just into We're going to have like a, like a real time, like 
Sony currency exchange, you know, market. I think some of the marketing around this is is weird and cringe, like you said earlier. Uh, but I don't think it's a bad idea. I think rewarding, like, like they're talking about like a speed run to get to platinum a game in a certain time zone. Like rewarding players that are going to be that enthusiastic for your games. I guess so. It doesn't seem very scalable. Like I maybe reward the first thousand or something. I, I don't know. Oh, but you just make a race. And I mean, they could do that in the future. They could scale it up. Yeah, sure. And they, they talked about how, like, there's, there's, I suspect there's going to be a variety of different types of rewards and those types of things. Um, but they're, they're, they're rewarding their super hardcores, which makes sense to me. Floatplane chat speculating that it's a matter of time before these, they just are all NFTs. Um, <laughs> there's no indication if, uh, these digital collectibles that they are going to be able to reward people with can be traded or sold. Language used makes them sound a little bit like NFTs, but Sony VP Grace Chen says it is not leveraging any blockchain technology and definitely is not NFTs. I mean, we've talked about this before. You can accomplish a lot of the the things that people think about when they think of an NFT yes. without using blockchain or anything like that and being way more energy efficient and all that type of stuff, but just not using those types of security methods and i mean yeah totally unnecessary so sounds good great we've got really good feedback from someone on twitch i think i've gotten over ltt i'll need to push this content away now it's the content is just too mainstream the old content was better yeah we went really mainstream talking about like ram latency and and frequency trade-offs with ram with like you know the engineer who worked on xmp mm -hmm. that was super mainstream definitely I, I, it was super mainstream to yeah. be clear you don't have to like the content like it's you know it's not for everybody but i don't think mainstream is the issue uh we should probably respond to some comments from people who sent merch messages do you want to hit us with some of those hey. oh actually you know what we should really do is uh talk about whatever the ltt store thing that's going on this week is we had our guests on for so long we couldn't really what is it weave this stuff into the rest of the video is it just the pop-up oh wait yeah i guess do we not have anything to talk about i think we did it i don't see it anywhere oh, in here okay well in case anyone just needed to pick up something at the store and they wanted to send a merch message uh what do we got bell first one here from joshua Hey guys, according to you over the years, which company, uh, except Intel, has shown the most growth in a positive way? Shown the most growth in a positive way. I wouldn't even necessarily, you said except Intel. I don't think we were talking about it being growth with Intel. Intel has always taken hits and, and still been there. That, that wasn't a, a growth point. That was just something that they've always been good at. Um, ugh. Man, that's really hard to say because I think most of the companies that have a super toxic culture that doesn't enable them to take feedback well, uh, it comes from the top, you know? And until there's a major that's not gonna change, leadership yeah. change, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've only been in the industry for 10 years, which is a long time, but it's, well, okay, like 12 or 13, but but it's it's not a lifetime, right? So a lot of the companies that we work with still have exactly the same leadership that they had when I started, like Corsair, like their founder, Andy, is still, still there in his office. Like, um, so companies that that have a good culture, like Corsair, like Intel, um, and Intel is less about that the same leadership is there and more that they've just grown far beyond any one individual being capable of moving the whole ship. Though, I mean, 
I, I would say the counterpoint to that is that Pat Gelsinger uh, has actually yeah. seemed to make an enormous difference I've, there. So, I've almost shifted back and been like, maybe it is Intel, even though they said accept Intel, uh, because they brought Pat Pat in. Um, Noctua? No, Noctua's always Noctua's been cool. like the same. And yeah. Samsung... In a good way, yeah. Samsung has always, like... Samsung seems the same. ...cheated on benchmarks and gotten salty when they get caught. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's yeah. just... A lot of the companies are acting very similarly to how they did when I first started paying attention, at least. Yeah. Corsair is still trying to make everything in the world. Yeah. Um, like, I, like they were trying to do that before. They just have more of them now. But, like, that is... They, yeah. I, don't, it's, I guess it depends on how you define growth. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think that was the context of it, but I think yeah. so too. What else you got yeah. for us? From Ryan, I'm wondering what you guys think of the Polium One console and the graphics for them. A quick three word summary to give them would be NFT crypto console. Oh, that thing. Yeah, it's just stupid. I don't know. Polium One it's just console. Dumb. It's a, it's a web three. It's just, it's just dumb. A console for Web3 gaming. There's a dedicated button on your controller that is for your crypto wallet and like all this. What? Yeah. What even is it? Up to 120 frames per second. Yeah, it's awesome. I super cool. love it when you see game console marketing that is up to some frame rate. At what resolution? At what render quality? Obviously, you know, not... Uh, at this resolution, Check out obviously the first not app. with this on. Scroll down to. It's a multi-chain console. Play games that are built on Immutable X. Solana, Polygon, X. Uh, okay, are these are these actual games? This one's twice. This one's listed twice. Uh, what one's listed twice? Uh, Grit is listed twice. Oh, that's just like it's resuming. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay yes, yeah, so okay. it's not actually listed twice. My favorite thing was just that the first app listed is wallet. I, th I just find that very entertaining. A controller that is built for Web three gaming. Yeah, because it has a wallet button. What does? Yeah, what does that even? Mean? And it has like a bio biometric scanner, I believe, in order to unlock your wallet or something. But something why do like you that. need it when you're gaming? It's like Ouya, but with blockchain. Look at this roadmap. I stole that from AJ. Polium Thanks, Pass. AJ. P profile picture airdrop dude it's a web 3 project it has to have a, a roadmap that means basically nothing game tag claim why does that take a year it's been found to be a scam i believe says ducky luitznimpa i mean it was a scam regardless of whether they what? were actually going to build this thing no way estimated launch date 2024 oh it's not even a thing so it's just renders we are building it it will be worth the wait it's the future of gaming. Okay. It is. Uh, so what just what just happened? I just the Polium Pass will grant you access to the Polium ecosystem. Do you have to buy an NFT to get the Polium Pass? I don't know. Please I don't even understand this. I wish that oh, yeah, was so awesome. Wait, no, TBD. No, you can't even well it's a bad scam because you can't even do it. It's, okay. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Uh <laughs> why don't we jump into another topic? Um uh, Oh no, Dr. Disrespect lets fans playtest his game if they buy an NFT. Midnight Society, this is not a group of children in the woods telling stories, uh, released a roadmap for their new game codenamed Project Moon. Project Moon will be a PvPVE FPS that is created openly and transparently one snapshot build at a time. That's going well for Star Citizen. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, you went there. Snapshots will be vertical slices playable every six weeks, exclusively available to Access Pass holders. The original run of Access Passes called Founders Passes were supposedly sold at a cost of $50 to 10,000 people. That is half a million of dollars. That is half a million dollars. Boom. They applied and filled out a form back in March. The form was designed to keep scalpers away and included things like their social handles, usernames on consoles, and a questionnaire about their gaming experience and playstyle. They claim they received 400,000 applications. Wow. Scamming people seems to be super lucrative. Should I yeah. get into it? No. Seems like it seems like it would be, you know, okay, here's my deal, okay? If you want to win but win without morals, it's quite easy. Yeah. So yeah. I'll start scamming people. Okay. I will double my money. Nice. And I'll pay you another 10% to keep you quiet. That's that's a pretty high percentage, actually. That seems like a good deal, that's right? That's a lot. Yeah. Well, no, no, not 10% wow. of the total. I'm going to keep most of that. 10% more than you have now. Oh, that's, I mean, that's still pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I'm not down, though. <laughs> it's a good the, offer, but I the, refuse. The people out there that are taking this seriously. Because it's going to happen. Good gravy, you guys. <laughs> A, if I was actually considering this, I wouldn't talk about it on the WAN show. Okay? And B, no. Come on. Okay. Several people on Reddit have reported receiving their invitation to purchase those passes only in the last couple of weeks. Hmm. Players that were not selected to receive an access pass are apparently able to purchase NFTs on the open market, but a very quick search on OpenSea revealed no record of any selling yet. Hmm. Feedback from access pass holders is then to be implemented in future builds of the game. Founders Pass holders will apparently get invited to a party in LA on uh, July yes. 29th. That's oh, very, wow. That's, that's a like crypto thing. two weeks. Nice. Um, so is this is this just $50 for early access to a game and some early bird perks? And if so, does it need to be NFTs? Does it need to be Web3? Uh, definitely doesn't. Um, I, does it give you access to the game once it's out? Or do you just have the NFT proving that you were like an alpha member or whatever. I do not know. That is a wonderful question. <laughs> not sure. Oh man. Uh in other news, BMW. It sucks so much because yeah. okay. like, never mind. We're not moving on. Sorry. I just the game concept sounds cool. And like when you hear Dr. Yeah. D talk about shooters and stuff like that, he's super knowledgeable. He used to be a level yeah, designer. Level designer yeah. Like he's with his guidance, this game could be really awesome. And then it's just being tainted for no good reason. Well, I guess there is a reason. Maximum taint. I don't necessarily agree that it's good. He might think that it's good. It's going to make a lot of money. Yeah, that's good um, from a business standpoint. Yeah, so like, and I I get that part, but it's just like, man, like, do you have to? The whole, like, world is moving away from this stuff. Could you drop it? Can you drop it partway through? Like, if, can can you do NFTs for this part? Sure, whatever, you already committed to it. Just do it, and then just drop it. Like, don't have it be a part of the game launch. That would be so much better please because uh, uh, it's probably going to be a great game unarmed toaster over on float plane goes credit where credit is due the doc has picked the right combo to scam and make sure the government doesn't enforce any fraud laws crypto check and, and video, video games. games check kickstarter check can we please get a tech scam bingo card in the ltt store yeah like man come on i just it could be so good and this year's actually been pretty good for gaming and like, I, I know it's not coming out this year or whatever, but like, we're kind of picking the roll up again. 
we 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 got some really good launches this year. There was a few kind of dead years there. We're picking it back up again. It would be great for this game to actually be really good. Please just drop the like weird NFT crap and make it a good game. All right. That's There's it. one more thing I want to talk about before I play some minor VGA on stream. <laughs> okay. Uh, what? What is it? I want to talk about BMW requiring you to pay a subscription to use seat. So didn't we talk about literally this? Yes. But I don't years I ago. I didn't think we just guessed this though. Like oh, when someone been doing it when, already. When someone linked me to this, I was like, wasn't this already well, a thing? I don't think for BMW Tesla was doing it. Yeah. What? Tesla was doing subscriptions for seat warmers? Uh well, I don't know if it was a subscription, but it was certainly an unlock. You guys will have to you guys will have to let us know. But yes, it was absolutely a DLC. Anyway, the latest version of this nonsense is that in South Korea, mm. BMW launched heated seats in their vehicles if you pay $18 a month. This joins a host of other subscription features in their connected drive store that includes Driving Assistant Plus, High Beam Assist, oh. and others. Back in 2019, after BMW tried to put CarPlay and I believe Android Auto behind a subscription wall in the US for $80 a year, that is, or $300 for 20 years, they relented and made the feature standard on all new models. What were you going to say? Uh, I, I was I was just maybe it was one of the other features because they said they're adding it to their their CarPlay yes. whatever thing so maybe it was some other feature we were talking about but I was like I was pretty sure we had talked about BMW and subscription stuff for their cars before uh, but yeah I mean we've been telling everyone this is coming for the better part of a decade yeah I think this is this is one of the like oldest and most prolific like WAN show uh uh prophecies everything as a service yeah absolutely your entire life as a service you will yeah. never own anything you're not going to be allowed to own anything you will just yeah. subscribe to absolutely everything i mean i didn't even realize this but when james bought his model 3 it um the the lease terms for tesla do not allow you to buy out the lease at the end of the term it goes back to tesla presumably to be part of their robo fleet or whatever, meaning that when you lease a Tesla, you own absolutely nothing. You're renting it. Yeah, and and that's a model that is going to be a thing, and the reason that they are not allowing him to buy it out is so that that car can be used as a car-as-a-service robo-taxi, essentially, if they ever get their, their full self-driving figured out. I didn't, actually, I didn't actually read the quote, but apparently um, Daddy Elon was somewhat realistic about a self-driving update recently instead of just saying like, Wait, yeah it's like right around the corner we got this um we'll appar see. apparently tesla also just lost their their ai lead yes i saw that yeah, yeah that's pretty uh that's pretty rough apparently we have talked about specifically bmw seat warmers before we talked about it about a year ago oh all right well there uh, you go yeah. Now we know. I don't know if maybe we heard we heard like a leak or something and now it's actually here or what, but yeah. Now it's time to play Minor VGA. Oh my goodness. That's right. This is Minecraft before Minecraft. <sighs> you don't craft anything, you just make money. Um oh, okay. If you press up here, it goes you can't fly dummy. There's a there's like a feed. <laughs> there's a feed here if you can you can you can see here if you want. So you go up, you try if you want to go down it says try the elevator. Uh, I forget the the buttons. Uh, restoring your I game. I got a scooch to mm -hmm. see this. Oh, what just happened? I pressed C. Oh, 
Oh, wow. Broke it. Oh, oh wow. Thank oh. you. Okay, restart this game. Here we go. Minor VGA. I love those graphics. Um, Please wait while I load the sprite level. Here we go. Here we go. Arrow keys to move the minor. Top, bottom. Uh, how do you so the reason why e, e. the reason why this is happening right now is Linus was getting confused about how to get into launch and play Minecraft, uh, yeah. and his son had to give him some tech tips, and he felt, you know, emasculated about it. Yeah. So now he has to show that minor VGA is is superior. Yeah. Okay. D for drill. P for pump water. And. Uh... And why to initiate uh, a dynamite blast? So let's let's a remember all that. Blast. Yeah, there's dynamite. There's so do you dynamite. have to like you said to make money? Do you have to like buy stuff like dynamite? Okay. So here's the store. I'm definitely gonna need a shovel. So that is now in my in my inventory here. Um, I will definitely need a pickaxe. Oh no, no money does not last very long. Oh, do these things like break in this game? They have durability. Uh, yeah, they will break. Oh. Um, I will definitely need a bucket just in case and i don't remember everything else that i might need i don't remember what the point of the bar is what's the what's the, the saloon's the closed water bucket for uh the water bucket is for in case it floods oh. okay this will cash in your stuff so we're gonna exit to leave the bank all right you guys enjoying this let's play we're playing some minor vga here this okay? is we're actually announcing right now that we're, we're releasing a gaming channel uh, it's not. It's not gonna be gaming news or anything like that. It's just gonna be Linus playing. DOS Immediately, games. people start subscribing on Twitch. No, 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 no. There's. We're not. This is not gaming. Okay, so we're gonna go. Uh, oh, oh. Okay, there was a bit of a cave in there. We lost fourteen percent of our health, and it caved. What happens in. if you die? Is it just over? Uh, okay, I think I have already reached a um, a non-progression scenario. <laughs> if you if you click into these like I don't know squiggly things. Uh, it causes cave-ins, so I, I uh, granted is too hard to dig. Okay. He died in the mine. Yeah, I've only have granted is too hard to dig. I cannot get back to the elevator. So would you need dynamite to blast that out of the way, or? Oh, uh, yeah, and I don't have any. Well, he too bad there's the no mine. microtransactions that allow me to. I mean, I guess we can dig for a bit longer. You at least don't lose health when you try to dig granite here. Oh, huh. I can't believe how quickly that um, got bad. Wait, Luke, are you serious? No, I'm not serious. We are not launching a, a gaming Let's Play VOD channel on YouTube anytime soon. By the way, you might have noticed at this point that my bank account goes down every time I move. Oh. Yeah. We you... should we should tell Dr. Disrespect about that. Oh god, it flooded. Um That'd be really good for his game. So I'm down to only I'm down to only $572 now. I finally found one unit of silver. Oh, I found nuggets of gold. This is good. This is good. So, oh, it, I got a cave in, but I found some gold, silver. Oh, oh my goodness, more silver. Oh, wow. Oh, I've actually got some stuff. It would be really Oh my goodness. You can't go through the surface at all. You have to go through the elevator. Oh, oh, absolutely. I might not have enough money to get around this um flood. Hold on. Oh my. Okay. All right. If we can find a way, does anybody know how to get back in the elevator? Because that would be great. Maybe we can right Can we pickaxe this thing? Do you, do you remember the do you remember the uh I never played these games. The buttons? No, but I said remember remember something. Oh. 
<laughs> no. Um, Has anyone ever heard of this game before? V? I remember V being one of the keybinds. Uh, Minor VGA dot keybinds. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't get back to the elevator. Go to the bottom and press B. No, no, that, that's not anything. I googled minor VGA keybinds, yeah. and one of the first results was the Star Citizen Alpha controls and keybindings. Nice. <laughs> that's very funny. Nice. Nice. Oh, you need to give us the Kickstarter hammer update. Oh, it was a... No, no, tell us about it. Tell us about it. Okay, after, after the stream last time, Luke was like, holy crap, there's an actual update. Can you bring it up? Uh, I can work on that if you want to keep playing minor VGA for a bit. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm down to play some minor VGA. I'm going to go ahead and take another crack at this, if that's okay with everyone. Yeah. Uh, I love this. Your health was 30%. Your final account balance was $148. Thanks for playing minor VGA. Hope you had a good time. May the hair on your toes never fall off. Frodo. Press any <laughs> key <to> continue. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, man. Okay. All right, guys. We are going to need to get some dynamite this time. And dynamite is why. How do I place dynamite? That's not clear. Okay. P for pump water, D for drill granite. All right. We got what, this. Is it possible that buy and place is the same keybind? Yes, that's entirely possible. So we're going to head to the store. We definitely need a shovel. That makes your digging much easier. <laughs> Uh, we, you know, I'm going to get a drill instead of a pickaxe this time. A durable drill, sir. Uh, okay, dynamite is $300, though. You guys saw how much digging I had to do to find any silver. Like, I'm going to, if I buy all the equipment, I'm going to run out of money I'm gonna, before I even find a single thing that I can cash in. I'm going to show you my password for this Kickstarter thing. So I make my cast passwords uh, phrases, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I can't say it out loud for obvious reasons, but there'll there'll often be something I either said recently or thought or heard or whatever. Yes. Um, and I just this one just made me laugh. I didn't know that was the password. <laughs> you guys won't get to know what it is, but it's very funny. Oh my goodness! How rude! <laughs> Apparently, I don't know what was going on. I, I don't remember making that. You know what? I'm gonna fly close to the sun again. I'm not buying dynamite. I can't afford it. No oh boy. Okay. We're gonna go down a little deeper this time. And we're gonna kinda we're gonna kinda clear out some oh my goodness, the way it reloads like that. We're gonna try to clear out some space next to the uh elevator shaft here. Oh! We found streaks of silver. Six silver. Okay, granite is too hard to dig. Okay, we're gonna try and drill the granite though. Oh yeah, we drilled that granite. It done got drilled. Oh, it costs money to drill granite, though. Maybe we just don't drill granite? Ah, oh, sandstone, easy digging. I'm down to $458, and I have seven streaks. Oh, I found gold! Crap. So does that automatically pay you, or do you okay. have to go sell it? You have to go sell it. The spring is really bad. I hit it twice because I didn't react in time, and it filled up with more water. Ooh. Springs are awful, and you can, you can like, pump the water out, but it's very expensive and there's a good chance you'll die. Okay, we've got a cave in here. Okay, but we survived. I have 72 health and I'm down to $9 in my bank account. That is as far as I explored. 
we need to go to the bank and we need to see how much we can sell these streaks of silver and nuggets of gold for. All right. I've got it, by the way. We have $485. Okay, well, why don't you give the update while I continue to try to stay alive here? So we have the, the coal bar hammer update. It's kind of like sad. And somewhat of oh, a and really? somewhat of a nothing burger. Um, it's so I'll, I'll go over it. It's, I was rooting for the coal bar. It's I, there is progress. Really, there is well, theoretically, theoretical theoretical progress. progress. We'll, we'll talk about there was a, there was regression, and then there was re 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 progress. I should say they re, they reprogged seriously. Um, so hello everyone. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to read the whole thing. It's like really long. Um, I think you should read the whole thing. Okay, fine. Hello, uh, we're back. Is the name of the update? This is update number ninety-three. Uh, I this is we are now in the year twenty twenty-two. Just in case you didn't know, I backed this. I believe like 2012, 2013, around there. Wow. Um, hello, everyone. Well, it's been ages since the last update. <laughs> Not going to beat around the bush, but COVID absolutely killed us. We were all ready to go with the new gears and positive outcome with unofficial load testing, uh, but then we were dropped by Modern Forge, which was their the forge company they were going to work with. So the people that were going to make it right. dropped them. Um, in addition, my wife and myself were very ill with COVID to the point where we both were deathly ill, especially my wife, who at one point I thought we lost. I won't go into detail, but it was bad, very, very bad. It has taken us months to recover in our personal and financial lives. Oh, wow. I thought it might be over for Colbar, as we could not find any forging facilities that would take us on. We wanted to keep everything U.S.-based, but everyone was and is in the same boat. Labor and raw material shortages, and it just ends there, but you know what I mean. Uh, we even searched Canada and Mexico to no avail. I thought we would uh, have to wait until everything got back to normal, but we finally found an outfit willing to help. It was a small miracle, um, as it is virtually impossible for startups to get forging. Our new facility is... I don't know if he should have name-dropped the person in here. Oh. Um, but he did, so... Our new facility is Green Bay Drop Forge in WI, which I think is Wisconsin. Yep. Um, our contact there is... I'm just going to skip that. It's on screen. Whatever. Uh, Scott Stutzman, um, please don't be mean. Seriously. They've been through. They're like, they've been through a lot. The, the Don't like, yeah, first of all, don't troll the coal bar hammer people. And also don't troll their forge people. Like, yeah, just leave them alone. We shouldn't uh, have to say that, but we do. For yeah. Some we all owe him, Scott, a great deal of uh, gratitude as coal bar would be dead in the water if it weren't for him and GBDF. Uh, we have assembled a new team, which I will introduce in another update. Uh, we have some of the same team members, but also some new faces as we give this thing another shot. Because they kind update. of, they have to semi-reorg. All these updates are super long. Every oh, single wow, one's okay. like massive. Um, they have to semi-reorg because it's been like, I think, over a year since they had that previous forging partner, etc. Right. Um, Wild. As far as updates go, I'm no longer updating. <laughs> Unless we have something concrete to share. Uh, there, <laughs> Don't be mean, but them updates have been pretty far apart. Um, yeah. there, there has just been too much negativity and outright harassment, and this is probably kind of true, um, of me and my family. I just can't take that anymore, so I will simply be posting updates as things happen, but most likely won't be commenting. Case in point, and then he shows some screenshots of uh, some comments that happened on the Kickstarter. Somebody who renamed their account never getting my coal bar. Um, 
Uh, he said, if anyone wants to update their profile picture with sad coal, with a sad coal, here's the image. Look at that. I just provided more than this project ever has. I mean, I understand people being upset about not getting it, but yeah, at this point... Um... There was another rough one. So he posted that a few times and then he posted, uh, this was started in 2013. At the current decay rate of human tissue, I'm fairly certain Cole's body will be considered human compost by the time anything is, and then it trails off. Yeah. So it got a lot more negative. Clearly unnecessary. Um, the, the like picture is like pretty bad. That last one that I just read is like way too far and you should not do that stuff. That's really stupid. Um, moving on from there, uh, he said, I can't even begin to tell oh, you wow. how... So how long is this? It, we're almost done. This is why I said I didn't want to read the whole thing. All right, um, I can't even begin to tell you how this broke my father's heart, but this is the reason we don't update much unless we have something. Uh, after what we've been through over the last couple of years, I just don't have the mental capacity right now. I will be delegating some of the updating responsibilities as well so I can focus on pre-production. Uh, we have more updates with the forging process now that we have another opportunity to produce the, to produce the coal bar. Thank you for your time. I mean, this is one of those things where at a certain, there's like a, there's like a how understanding I am scale mm-hmm. and it starts very high mm-hmm. because you don't expect anything immediately. Mm-hmm. And then it goes very low because it's like time to deliver the product. And then it actually starts to go up again because if they're still trying after all that time, that's, you got to kind of respect the hustle. At that's kind of how I feel about it because I have been legitimately burned on a couple's yeah. Kickstarters. Oh, me too. I, I, I literally got one person who like I asked for a refund and he's just like, no. I was like, but you didn't do it. And he was like, yeah. And like, he didn't try. It was, this was like one month afterwards. He's like, yeah, I'm not making it. Even though he passed his goal. He just gave up immediately and was like, "Ah, I'm keeping the money. It was just like, okay. This is like a decade later. Yeah. Like eight years or something like that. Why would they still be posting updates if they weren't trying? And they're like, they're like naming forging companies that like people could follow. Don't. But people could follow through on and like verify our real companies that actually have this contract and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's, they are actually doing something. Um, I am not, I don't like believe I'm ever going to hold a coal bar hammer. Yeah. But like at this point, like they tried, even if they do completely fail, I don't like, I feel a lot worse about the ones where I just genuinely got burned on it. I knew the whole time going into Kickstarter that. These aren't guaranteed products. And with this one, like I there there was some some blood, sweat, and tears put into it. So like yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean if they were still taking money, that would be a problem. Yeah, but they're not. And that some Kickstarters do that. They'll like finish their Kickstarter and then open up another website to continue taking pre orders and stuff and then still not deliver. Yep. Um they didn't do that. So yeah, I don't know. I'm uh it's sad that the update was so sad, but I hope we have some good ones in the future. Here's my update. I have $17 left in my bank account. My health is at 49% and I bumped into this spring. I have no minerals whatsoever. So even in the event that I do manage to get back to the elevator. Oh, I got a ca- caved in on. Okay, there's a spring. Um, I'm dead. So you just die when you run out of money. Yeah, this game is hard mode. And so unfair. <laughs> there's a lot of springs. Yeah. 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 It's uh, all right. I'm taking one last attempt. One last attempt at minor VGA. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Game streaming. Game should, streaming. Should we? Is there? Is there more merch messages? No. Okay. A lot of people saying we should buy. 
coal bar and just make that our next hardware re-release. It's it's actually really hard. Like from from reading the the updates over the years, some of the stuff that they have to go through is like tough. I mean, we know from doing the screwdriver, like just because something is seemingly yeah, simple, but like this is a collapsible and take take apartable hammer that turns into a crowbar. Yeah, no, I know. So it's but... a destruction tool, so it has to be like load bearing and stuff. I know. Like it's it's actually difficult. I found some <laughs> platinum. This is good news. Are you a baller? Should you just go sell it to make sure that you don't like die prematurely? Um, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I sold it already. So now I'm going to go to the general store. Wait, why do I have... <gasps> I pressed R and restored my last game. I no longer have the platinum. What if I R again? The drama! Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. I have only $850. Oh, this sucks. Oh, oh, oh. What is this game called again? Mine or what? Wait. <gasps> you need the you need the stupid uh I think the lantern is what does this. It makes it so that if you move around, you get a preview of what's there, but you have to like move close to it. Oh. Uh-huh. Over and over again or something. Oh my goodness. Another spring. Freaking I was going to do a this is Rocket League yell, but I didn't know the name of the game. So and now it's been too long, but just imagine that it happened. Okay. Right. Is it is it the lantern or the torch that like tells you there's something there? Uh okay. And then if I want to know what it is, I just you gotta I think you gotta like move around a lot. Patience. Patience is the name of this game. Does it just burn all your money? No. It only costs money to actually dig. Oh, okay, to new tiles. Oh, okay. silver. Nice. Yeah. Oh my god. When it has to redraw the whole page like that when you go up and down over a over a certain threshold. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty brutal. Okay, we've got 11 silvers. Oh, oh, this is looking promising. Here's some gold. Here's some platinum. Oh, one platinum. Okay, this is definitely the way. And we avoided that cave-in by moving around near it. Oh, there's lots. Of, oh, my goodness. There's lots of stuff around here. We got to go down this corridor here. Okay, we got some sandstone. Got some easy digging there. Oh, I'm liking it. Guys, we are going to win this. We are going to win Minor VGA. Ask me how you win. How do you win? You don't. Oh. Is it... Is it? I mean, it might be possible. What if you uncovered every single square? Uh, you can buy more Mineshaft. Like infinitely? I don't know if it's infinite, but you can certainly buy more. And then the more Mineshaft you have, the more obviously you can dig. And the more you dig, the more money you can make. This is like a high score game. Mm. So you go for the you go for the highest possible mm-hmm. score. You know, mm-hmm. you wouldn't really understand because you don't really get like high scores in games because you're just wow. not very good at games. But like wow. it's um, it's kind of like where you try wow. to be the best you can at a game, and there's no real like cap on it. There's no completion. It's not like Assassin's oh. Creed. You know. Oh okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm trolling. Luke's a much better wow. gamer than me, like by a long shot. Wow. It's not even close. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed. <gasps> did you did you know I had I had a YouTube channel that wasn't that keyboard unboxing? Do you even know about this? I don't know if I know about this. I had an Assassin's Creed uh advanced difficulty tutorial channel. Shut up. Legitimately. Okay. So for Assassin's Creed 2, and this was back when like recording your gameplay was like rough. 
and there like actually wasn't a lot of let's play stuff on yeah, youtube like, how'd you do it i don't even fully remember i think it was like fraps based or something um okay like it, it was kind of like tough um but i used to do so there used to be these things it, i think it was called synchronization where like the idea in Assassin's Creed is that you're you're reliving like memories of your yeah. ancestors, right? Well, I don't know what it is anymore, but that's what it was. Um, and the synchronization is like doing it in the same way that your ancestor would have done it. There's certain things that will break synchronization, like if you kill civilians, it will like fail the mission because yeah. it's like oh that you you broke synchronization by doing this. But there's certain like harder difficulty things that is like oh this is how they did it or whatever um and you can play through the game without getting essentially any of those i think a lot of people will somewhat automatically probably get like 40 to 50 percent uh, but some of them are actually like genuinely really hard so i made like little individual mission let's plays essentially mm -hmm. that explained how to get like 100 percent synchronization um they're all gone Bird. <laughs> they're definitely all gone but that is a thing that i did yeah I had a few different YouTube channels. Hmm. Welcome to St. Woody's. We are pleased to take care of you. In God we trust. All others pay cash. No insurance accepted. What type of service do you want? Is this the bar? You may be in need of surgery. Your bed rest will probably be about 5.1 days. Our Whoa. fees are quite reasonable. Press A to stay until mostly healed. Press D to stay one day and night. Press S for surgical procedures. $300. <laughs> I have a thousand bucks from everything that I sold. Why are your videos gone anyway? I think I just deleted the channel. Oh, really? Yeah. Who does that? Um, you apparently, but why? Yeah, I don't know why I did. Take two aspirin and don't call, they say. Okay. Minor VGA. I'm going pro. Oh, oh I got three platinum. You know what? I'm going to go sell that right away because I only have $771 and that is just not enough to guarantee that I'm going to stay alive. Ooh, some silver too though. Okay, I got some silver. Has never had a good game. That's a terrible take. What never had a good game? Conrad's trying to say that Assassin's Creed never had a good game. Wasn't like Assassin's Creed 2 like legendary? Assassin's Creed 2 is an amazing game. Wow. I think you are like ready to fight, aren't you? Well, this is just a bad take. Wow. And he, he calls himself a game reviewer. It's like, what a, what a, what a, you know, all game reviewers, one bucket, dude. You're in it. <laughs> wow. I think, I think Luke's ready to fight. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The vast majority of Assassin's Creed games are, are kind of trash. Remember Unity? Remember how unplayable Unity was? Nope. Didn't play it. For like six generations. Oh, crap. I just accidentally. And then it was came. finally playable again. This uh, playthrough may actually take too long to do here because I'm I have figured I out mean, how to stay alive. It's after eight. They have a they have um, would you call it candy? It's a chocolate. Yeah, they have a they have a candy named after this time of day. Uh huh. Which has something to do with anything because I, I have work to do. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to call it. We're going to call it on the Minor VGA uh, Let's Play. Um, but yeah, Minor VGA on PlayDOSGames.com. You too can enjoy uh, this snippet of my childhood. <laughs> All right, see you later, guys. Bye.
totally still, totally still too good watching that. Minor VGA. We should have a minor VGA tournament for like, who can get the highest score in like an hour or something. That would actually be awesome.